My Big Black Fantasy Podcast presents Mix Nuts, Episode 1. It all starts right now. Yeah, he's a pedophile, but he's so talented, and you're just like... Right. <laughs> Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast presents Mixed Nuts. I'm joined here by Jay Maddie. What's going on, B? Oh, every day you're above ground is a good day. We'll take it. All right, Grandpa. That's me. That's what I live by. All right. You know, but... Mixed nuts, and I know I shocked and surprised some of you guys as I uh, shocked, shocked, shocked the world of what what is mixed nuts is what you're talking about. Well, we had a very good couple of weeks. Uh, it turns out we're putting a good show out. You guys are feeling what we're saying, maybe not agreeing with it all the time, but enjoying the conversation. And in order to try to give everybody what they want, we're doing going to do two podcasts. We're going to split it in two, and so we're going to go ahead and do a fantasy sports you know sort of podcast which will be my big black fantasy podcast very easy to remember but we're also going to talk talk about just the trending type subjects that apparently you guys can't get enough of and that will be our mixed nut nuts excuse me <laughs> mixed nuts sounds like you had a few too many mixed nuts mixed nut yeah don't don't get me started mixed nuts podcast so we're going to have two uh, usually doggy will be with us he's out today but we will press Remember on. when he said that uh, he sent the wife home because he wears the pants in the family? Yeah. Not no more. Ooh. Doggy no longer wears the pants in the family. She made it. She made the dog stay on the porch today. <laughs> <laughs> Questions to be answered in podcast number nine in Vegas, but we will stay on track with the show. You know, we're going to keep going with what we usually do. You know, we'll do our pregame. Maddie, what's going on with you today? Everything's good. Uh, everything's good. I was, I paid witness to a miracle yesterday or maybe, maybe not a miracle, maybe a act of heroism Mm -hmm. would be a better term. You know, uh, me and the boys were, were trying to become more earthy, self-sufficient people. I'm going to be going hunting very soon. We got chickens, you know about the chickens, right? And before you go on, we know you're white. You don't have to go hunting and get more chicks or anything. You're white. We get it. The hunting and the chicks. Man, are, that's racist. Yeah, I know. But There's a black guy in my hunting class the other night, you know? It's not just a white people sport, man. The way you want to segregate us, it scares me. Yeah, I, I think he was planning to take out the whole lot of you. But anyway. Anyway, on with my story. Go ahead. Um, so, you know, at, at first we got, we got two chickens. Uh, my boys named them Rebecca and Steve. Interesting and, uh, names. Yep. Okay. And one night, sleeping about 3 a.m., I hear the chickens going crazy. I run out there and a coon's got Steve in its grips. <laughs> yes. And of course, when I say coon, I'm not, I'm not talking about one of your cousins. I really, I'm talking I was about going a to raccoon. Ask, talking about I'm a raccoon. Happy you I cleared know, that up. I know where your mind goes. Yes. Um, anyway, killed Steve. My boys, you know, they, they were, I mean, seriously, my one boy cried for probably three days about this. He's, mm-hmm. he's soft. We think he's probably gay. Uh, um, that's, that's another story for another time. I'm totally cool with it. I'm kind of, I'm kind of rooting for that, to be honest, if I could be honest. And, you know, no offense to anyone. Why would you root for that? Just asking. Well, I just think that being gay presents for an easier lifestyle for a man, you know? Like, like think about it. The, you don't have the backseat driving to deal with. The, you know, my wife's favorite thing to say is, I told you so. You don't have mm-hmm. that. 
you know, like being gay, you go, you go out to the bar with your best buddy, you have some food, you have some drinks. At the end of the night, you blow each other and you go to sleep. <laughs> That's a beautiful life, right? It's a beautiful, easy life. There's no negotiation. There's no, I'm not in the mood for it. You're both in the mood for it. Dudes are always in the mood That's for true. it. That's true. You know, I got, I, I have, a, I have a gay friend. He tells me about this um, park where yeah. he goes cruising, they call it. Mm-hmm. And he walks around the park and then eventually another gay dude jumps out of the bushes and blows him. Just a complete stranger. Yeah, but effective. Yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, Low maintenance. Yeah, I mean, and and you hear that as a straight man, and a lot of straight guys would be taken aback by that, maybe mm-hmm. a little offended. They think it's gross. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if there was a park anywhere in America <laughs> where <laughs> straight men could go for a walk and then women would jump out of the bushes and give them a free, no-strings-attached blowjob, sure. you know, the whole American economy would collapse in about two weeks because no man would ever go to work again. Yeah, and that park would be amongst the most populated areas. Oh yeah, in all it'd, make, it'd make uh, Disney World the second most popular park in America. Sure, right quick. But anyway, back to mm-hmm. the chicken. Go ahead. Sorry. So Steve gets taken out. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got to replace Steve. Plus, you can't just have one chicken laying one egg. That's not going to feed the family. So I get yeah. four. I get four baby chicks. Mm-hmm. They name these chicks it, itchy, scratchy, puffy, and pissy. <laughs> so when you put them with Rebecca, it sounds like Rebecca's a streetwalker with an STD. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where they come up with these names. So it's Rebecca, mm-hmm. Itchy, Pissy, Scratchy, Puffy. Got it. So uh, the other day, we have them all in the backyard running around, mm-hmm. and a hawk swoops out of the sky and grabs Rebecca. She goes for the biggest one. Rebecca's full grown now. Sure. Grabs Rebecca and starts to take off. And, you know, we're all like in awe of this happening. Whoa. My nanny, broom in hand, takes this broom and rifles it like a spear Jesus. and hits the hawk. Hawk drops Rebecca, flies off. That's amazing. So now, that's pretty amazing for a nanny. Are you in return for this valiant effort? Are you going to not call immigration? Well, I'm going to try to get her citizenship. <laughs> she deserves it after that. No, I'm just kidding. She actually became a citizen like two weeks ago. Yeah. Or two months ago. She is a citizen. Congratulations. But, uh, Maria? Yeah, man. Is it Maria? They, they, no, it's, uh, oh, it's Bertha. That's, oh, they, that, that's they, racist. Uh, yeah, that was racist. <laughs> Okay. You know, they do the jobs Americans don't want to do, like uh, fighting off chicken hawks. Sure. Now, that's a pretty heroic story. I mean, you got the chickens, the hawks, your brother and a mountain lion, which I guess we'll discuss later. There's a revisiting of that. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are dying to hear that. But on my end, went to the beach last week, you know, end of summer. Did you go in the water? No. Oh. Oh, stereotype. Uh, did not go in the water. Did a bonfire. Anti-stereotype. Black Fun. people don't do bonfires, generally. No? I, have not, you seen I'm them? not aware of that one. We don't have, have a good history to the list. with fires and torches <laughs> and such, so we, we stay away. But went there for a bonfire with some friends, daughter, wife, the whole thing, and public beach. Uh, so, you know, got to get to the bonfire before other people do, or they, take, they claim it. A group of Asian folks, lovely people, claimed the bonfire at this public park. And we asked to share. They said, no, we're having a ceremony. If, you know, we're doing our own thing over here. We said, fine. We sat next to, we still sat on one end of the bonfire, the pit, right? Because it was cold and we're trying to stay warm. So I discovered then that I have a superpower. And maybe I already knew I had a superpower. superpower? Yeah, I do. So what happened, the Asian, one Asian girl comes over and she very nicely, hey, you know, we're going to have people gather around. And that's how she sounded. That's not just me being, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Marry one of know, them. They don't we, talk like that. Yeah, well, you know. But she was no. very nice and, you know, quiet, shy, whatever. And essentially she wanted us to leave, but she didn't say that. She just sort of hinted around it. 
And what I did is I took my black person superpower that I've now discovered, and I it was I used it as a shield, and I basically just said, "We're not moving," and that ended the conversation. So your superpower is rudeness? Well, no, it wasn't rudeness because it's a public park. It's a public beach, right? And I mean, it was cold. If it wasn't cold, we would have given them room, whatever. And we ended up leaving there eventually. So what's the superpower? The superpower is with black folks, I think we have a power to where when we don't want to be fucked with, people don't fuck with us. Like you can put up the cape and a lot of times it works. Now, it doesn't work all the time because there's always that one white person with their superpower of basically intruding or not minding their business. So, like, if it was a white person instead of an Asian... Maybe it's because you're, like, 210 pounds, and this Asian girl is probably, like, 110 pounds. Maybe that was it, more so than black superpower. I think that had... I think you could make an argument for both. But I'm going with the black superpower. I, I, you know, I watched Black Panther the other day again. So I'm going with the black superpower. It's the ability to just not be fucked with. And just basically, I felt a shield come over me as I was like, no, we will be staying. And, you know, I said it like that, okay. like superhero. Good for you. Stand your ground. But, I think that's a rule in Florida. Yeah. No, but <laughs> and we'll get to Trayvon Martini later. Horrible story. But anyway, white people have a superpower, though, that will pierce that shield because they'd be the people in the group that would come up and say, no, you need to leave. And they'd raise all hell. And that's those. that's the sort of superpower they have where they you know, videotape people at barbecues and they call the police on little girls selling water. That's white people power. That's a superpower for white people. Black people have like Man, an anti-superpower. you gotta make everything racial. <laughs> Maybe it's, I mean, okay, look, I, I go jogging a lot of nights, right? And I go sure. on this, this, Not everything, this trail mm-hmm. um, in PV. It's mm-hmm. this like, wood chip trail and it gets sure. dark. Uh-huh. And um, I noticed a couple of weeks ago, you know, if I'm running one way and a girl's running at me, mm-hmm. sure, move to lengthen the amount of space between us and i'm uh-huh. usually i usually have headphones on and i'm not so i can't hear mm-hmm. well recently i went out my, my headphones died so yeah. i just run into silence like it's 1970 it was sure. brutal right mm-hmm. but a woman comes and she's running the other way and i i just said hello and it startled her sure now she was white i was white obviously it had nothing to do with race i just think that as a man we we don't get it as men right mm-hmm. so she's in she's out really at my mercy yeah, we're, we're no, in a, you're a right. dark path. Sure. Nobody out there to hear her scream. Mm-hmm. I could basically do whatever I want in that situation. Yeah. That's got to be scary to a, a woman. Now, on the beach, there was probably a lot of people around, so maybe less scary. But I, th- I think, you know, men can be intimidating to women, um, even when they're not trying to be. We don't, we don't realize, but we, it's just the nature of things. You can overpower a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I I agree that I agree with that totally. Yeah, but like you said, the I beach... also I also once did an mm-hmm. experiment when I was living in Seal Beach because you know I, I have free time I like to do these things where I walked around mm-hmm. and I would say hi to every stranger I saw <laughs> and I kept track of who would say hi back. Yeah, like I had a little notepad. I was I was jotting stats. <laughs> You're a nerd. Well, yeah, I, I've I've always been a list keeper and yeah, yeah, okay, sure. I'm a nerd. Fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I found the groups that said hi back the least were women mm-hmm. of my age group yeah and black people you probably had slept with most of them did you write that down that, well that's not fair because <laughs> I, I was married to my wife at, at that the time. time okay we're not supposed even, to talk even, about even, even if that was true which it is not okay stress I'm that gonna, i'm gonna announce that on a podcast come on use your head oh sorry okay we'll talk later i'll be on the porch with dog next weekend oh yeah, yeah. anyway get well soon dog get well soon <laughs> um, anyway, and and that was a good segue into our first sort of 
I don't know which our topic, our first topic, Louis C.K., who we've talked about on the show, made a comeback into comedy. The greatest. In New York, okay? Came on a stage in New York unannounced. I don't know. I think he did was on stage for quite a while. It's his first sort of him dipping his toe in the water since everything occurred with his sexual harassment uh, issues. And, um, you know, you read, you know, a lot of people were very supportive. There were some people that were very upset that they bought a ticket to the event and were not told that he was performing and they were offended and all this other stuff. But as always, you know, what is really going to be the limit on how long you can hold somebody out of their career, something they've strived for their whole life. And he said, you know, he's obviously paid a price for it. I don't know if it's the ultimate price you can pay for something like that. But at some point, he does have to feed himself and his family and and so on. So He's not having any problem feeding himself. Well, okay. So, I mean, but the thing is, is that part of your life is to yearn and achieve and all that other stuff. At some point, do you get to go back to that with... You know, with people who will still remember, but can you do begin? You have, do you have a take, or are you asking me a question here? Well, no. I well, I I compare it to the Michael Vick situation, where you end up with Michael Vick, who you know, stellar athlete, gets wrapped up in this dog fighting issue where dogs are being killed, and people took offense to that so much so he ends up going to prison for years, costing him years of his career because well, it's a felony. Yeah, it? it's totally a felony. Um, though people shoot deer and other things, but dogs are, I guess, different. Yeah. If, if you I got an opinion name. on that right there. Sure. Like, uh, why we love dogs. Sure. We, we seem to arbitrarily make rules like this. Mm-hmm. Now, animal cruelty is animal cruelty. Like, yeah. if you're torturing animals, mm-hmm. you, you're a bad person and you should go to jail. That, yeah. But why, like, in the Philippines, where my, my mm-hmm. wife's from, sure. they eat dog. Yes, when, they my, do. when my wife came here, true story, her mm-hmm. dad took their childhood dog and mm-hmm. gave it to the neighbors and they cooked it for dinner. That's a true story. Mm-hmm. So it's a cultural norm over there to eat dogs. Yeah. Dogs are not the smartest animal. You know, there's no. there's uh, apes are smarter, whales are smarter, dolphins are smarter, pigs mm-hmm. are smarter than dogs. Yeah. Yeah, we eat pigs. Nobody has a problem with eating pigs, right? We're cruel as hell to pigs in these factory farms. Sure. So why, why are dogs special? Is it because they're... They have good personality because they, they there are pets. You know what? I don't it know. It seems to be very, very it's, arbitrary. It's a very weird sort of rules where yeah. one is the other. And by the way, the thing that happened with your lovely wife explains a lot about her mentally, maybe. <laughs> but... I, I don't know what that explains. Yeah, well... You want to elaborate? Yeah, well, you know, she ended up with you. She had a, maybe a troubled childhood where her dad gave so her... So I made her feel safe? Maybe big just, strong man. Maybe it was just a continuation of a downward path. Mm. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, but yeah, I don't know what makes the dog okay. And they're sorry, it's just the, arbitrary. Yeah, it's just it's it's an animal. Yeah, like any other. That's so. It. It's not if if you're looking at it legally, mm-hmm. one's legal, one is not. If you're looking at it ethically, it's the same thing. Exactly. That said, Michael, I mean Michael J- Vick, mm-hmm. sh- should have gone to jail for what he did. That's fucked up. It's torture. torture. Dogs like that, that is correct. It is torture. Uh, and how's that related to Louis C.K.? Well, the thing is, is okay. He paid his debt to society. He went then to he prison. Came back to the NFL. Yeah, but once he came back to the NFL, there were people protesting, saying, "Oh my God, this guy should never be allowed to." Right. So at this this point, my question is, what is he supposed to do if he doesn't play football? Well, there's nothing he can do. People are going to protest. People have a right to not like the guy, just like with Louis C.K. Yeah, some people are upset about it. Sure, I would say more than half the people are upset about it. They have a right to be upset about it. They do, but the but the question, because again, you try to base all these protests in some sort of common sense. If he didn't play football, and I 
Michael Vick, I'm sure, could could have survived in some other fashion. But his best best path, I think, would have been to stay with an NFL team. Maybe he could have opened one of those uh, um, taco trucks, catch stray dogs, and <laughs> you know, help help the streets of L.A. Yeah, he could have it on. The, you can call it "That's My Dog." No, just kidding. yeah, man, that's messed up. I can't believe he said that. <laughs> um, look, uh, Louis C.K. Number one. He's, he's the greatest comedian of this generation. Very talented. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, what actually did Louis C.K. do? What what actually did he do? Mm-hmm. He masturbated in front of women. Sure. Okay. We've all done that. Uh, maybe not all of us. He asked for their permission. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I guess the point that is wrong is that he had some kind of power over these women, but what power did he have over them? It sounds like they were other comedians, and this well, was like a decade ago. What they'll say. It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy asking a woman, can I masturbate in front that's, of you? That's creepy. Yeah, it's weird. It's a nuts and weird. But, but what, yeah. I mean, on a scale of like one to 10, with, with 10 being uh, child pedophilia, mm-hmm. this is like a one or a two. Yeah. Why, why are we well, acting like this guy is the worst guy of all time? The power he had over, because I guess you could view them as subordinates. And anytime- But were they? I think I in a couple other comedians. I think there were. I think I want to say it was an assistant. Was an assistant or somebody worked for him? Or at least one. I, and I may be wrong. We'll have to recheck that. But I think that was it. And then even if it was another comedian, you're kind of you kind of you're viewed as a subordinate because he is you know a, the, one of the kings of comedy. But he wasn't point. when this was going on. This was like a decade ago. Well, he you know you can make the argument he was on the rise and they and he was higher on the totem pole than they were. So he used, in theory, used his, you know, his uh, position as a way to influence these women or basically do whatever he wanted. And that's But the he argument. didn't he didn't actually do that. Like he he wasn't like Harvey Weinstein, like uh let me jerk off yep. in front of you and I'll get yeah. you this job. He just Well no, it he's not it, I'm it not wasn't, defending his actions. I'm just yeah. saying let's have let's let's um figure it out. Put some yeah. put some scores to these things and not lump them all in the same category. This mm-hmm. is not in the same category of Harvey Weinstein. It's yeah. a creepy thing. Um maybe he had a little power over them. I don't know. The, but either way, this this is not rape. He went away for 9 months. His movie was supposed to be released was canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh he lost some gigs. You know, it cost him heavily financially. Now, what is he supposed to do? He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to come back. He's supposed to learn a lesson make changes and come back from it. Now people are going to be upset about it and and they have every right to be upset about it. I have one friend on Facebook she posted she's a, now this is a comedian, mm-hmm. right? Professional comedian. Yeah. She wrote if anyone is supporting Louis CK's comeback on friend me right now. That's not fair. Well, it, that's her right to do that, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, I mean, I just it's her right. That's true. I think I think it's I think it's silly and mm-hmm. and and there's just some people Look at man a lot of a lot of hypocrites out there, right? We talked about mm-hmm. Asia Argento last week, right? Sure. So she did. She's a legit pedophile, right? She had sex with a seventeen-year-old boy. Now we all said, you know, good for him, hooray for him. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, he was underage, and she used her power over him and actually had sex with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, then she had her boyfriend allegedly pay him off to try and silence it. There was no outrage from from the Me Too crowd. At not a her, word. Not a word. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're they're hypocrites. And then you have things like right. We have a we have things like Adrian Peterson. Right. He's back. Mm-hmm. He's back. He's got a job again. Sure. We have uh, Ray Rice got a job again. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown is still out there making music. These are guys who are 
violent. Why, yes. why, why are we so accepting of violence, but sexual misdemeanors, we put such a heavy weight on them? Is it, is it because it's sexy to talk about sex or are we all Puritans and, mm-hmm. and we're freaked out by this stuff? But man, if, if you're going to ask me, I, I got to leave my daughter to be babysat by a guy and I have to, the only two choices are Louis C.K. or Chris Brown. Well, it's probably I'm not going to get that babysitter, <laughs> but gun to my head, I'm leaving her with Louis C.K., yeah. right? Yeah, and you you have a great point because there is no difference and actually the actually there is a difference in that the violence would seem, and I guess you could look at both act as being violence if you're looking into that sort of way. My My question is always, what's the suitable time frame for someone to be allowed back into society? Years ago, you had Marv Albert who was arrested and ended up having to plead not guilty. Um, He threw his girlfriend on a bed, repeatedly bit her on the back, forced her to perform oral sex, was arrested, got fired from NBC, and then it seemed like within, I don't know, months, a year, something. he was back broadcasting games like nothing ever happened. What what was Marv's catchphrase? Um, Yes! 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 Jordan, yes! (laughs) Something like that. And so, and, and I mean, in the bizarre part of it is when they, I guess, arrested him, he had lingerie on or something bizarre, but, and there's no answer to this, but it's just bizarre that there's certain time frames that people were okay with, and it's like, oh, we'll welcome you back, Marv, you know, or like Roman Polanski's case, you're like, yeah, he's a pedophile, but he's so talented, and you're just like, right. well... Right. What is you know? It's, yeah, and that, again, so, some of these people in the Me Too movement they support Roman Polanski. Sure. And this dude is way creepier than Louis C.K. I mean, he he didn't he like tie a girl, a thirteen year old girl, to a chair in his basement. Dude, and it's there's there's just, there should be no comeback for anything with kids. That, yeah. I mean, that's the, yeah. <laughs> that's just yeah. sort of the. I mean, that's kind of the 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 right the line you can't cross. But here, here's know. something about uh, Americans or people in general, I guess, but mm. specifically Americans with with this how we are hung up on sex, right? Yeah. Most, in my opinion, anyway, most great art comes from places of darkness, sure. right? Like super happy people where everything in their life is perfect don't typically make great art. Mm-hmm. It takes it takes some tragedy or challenge or a little bit of fucked up thinking to make great art. Mm-hmm. Then when that fucked up stuff... Okay, so Louis C.K., his whole movie that got canceled addressed these issues about masturbating. A lot of his jokes uh, addressed how men are creeps, Yeah, right? Uh, Woody Allen, when you go back and look at his movies, a lot of that shit's creepy. <laughs> yeah. So they're, these people, you know, uh, Kurt Cobain, he's saying a song where the entire cur- chorus is him screaming the word pain. Yeah. And then he kills himself. It's the last song he ever recorded. Mm-hmm. So we love that art, but then when there's a connection made between that art and the artist. Mm-hmm. We act shocked. No, you're right. I mean, it's, you got, everyone will always tell you, like, if you're an actor, you got to be a little bit crazy to be an actor. You got to be a little bit crazy to be a politician. If you, if you want to break it down, that's that it, it comes yeah, from, yeah, both of those. Yeah. You, it comes from another place. And when that sort of exhibits itself, people are shocked and, you know, amazed, but, Oh, and Z's unsorry as, um, Louis C.K. comes back, there's word that Aziz Ansari is thinking about stepping his neck back out there. And I don't understand why he has to think about anything, because I don't, I still don't see what he did wrong. He, he was a he was a bad date. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. 
But I didn't know he went away. I mean, I didn't yeah, pay it, attention I mean, to the guy. Yeah, it, as they were talking about Louis C.K., one of the commentators said that, "Oh, and I'm hearing Anzis and Sorry is uh, thinking about getting back out there." And Anzis, get back out there. You're funny too, and um, you know, you make a mistake, or you might not have made a mistake in that case, but you know, you own up to it and you move on. Um, our weekly, or I guess it's weekly now, or our weekly Kanye mention. All I'm going to say is he finally said that. He's sorry that he ever said that slavery is a choice. He said he was misinterpreted. However, it took him several months to say so. I think it's one of those things where Man. he said it, waited for the response. The response came back negative, and he had to clean it up. Man, if we're going back to that, look, like I said before, the way he said it was clumsy. But everybody, if you're being honest, you know what he meant by it. And now him going back and apologizing, he's just, it's, it's PR, uh, he loses points in my in my book sure. for the apology. Yeah, he he gets points for the apology for me because it was a terrible thing to say. It wasn't well thought out. There was another but path. He I, I didn't hear the apology. It depends how he said it. I, he should apologize for the way I said it. The words well, I chose, you know, not the sentiment. There's something to that because he said something like, "I'm sorry for the way I made fe- people feel." Now well, that's not an apology. That's yeah. It's kind of that's a half ass apology. apology. Um, you know, you could kind of, I give him a point for it, I guess. Move on, you know, uh, listen to his music if you want now, I guess. I don't know. Um, Roseanne. <laughs> Roseanne is being rebooted without Roseanne. I Are turned, still calling it Roseanne? I, there was a rumor they, they were going to call it no, the Connors. Will. No, they're called Roseanne because they want to they wanna be politically correct and get rid of Roseanne, but they don't want to lose that brand. Yeah. I, I guarantee they call it Roseanne. Well, I heard they're tossing around the idea of calling it the Connors. They and don't. what they're doing, or they're going to kill off Roseanne's character. Are they bringing her back for an episode to do this? Or is it going to be like one of I doubt it. where she I, goes I, down? I, yeah, I don't think, yeah, just like, she, just like on Family Matters, when the little girl walked up into the room and never came back the second season, like, it was like they never had another daughter, just disappeared. I, you don't, I you had did, a life. I don't you know. didn't watch black shows, I get it. But... Um, family Matters. Was, I thought that was a Michael J. Fox. No, that's that's Family Ties. What's family Family Matters was the Urkel. Oh, Urkel. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Get your shows right. Um, but I don't think you can count Urkel as a black show just because there was a, a black people in it. Well, people, yeah, well, I guess a lot of white people. Those people were it. black. You know what I mean? Did you Urkel, just air quote black? I, I air quoted black. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> come on. The, okay, Winslow, the the dad, was definitely black. Okay. The other people, was he, well, he, was yeah. he the cop? He's the cop. Okay, okay, but that I think most of them were black, really black. Right, I'm Without just, the I'm air that comment on Urkel. Anyway, so this got me thinking about Roseanne when they said that they were bringing the show back. How would you kill her off if you're a writer? What would you do? What would you do? I would make it to where I thought about this. You can tell she goes to the zoo. Gets attacked by a pack of monkeys. Exactly. High on Ambien. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> monkeys break free. She And you can make her heroic as she departs. She throws herself in front of her children and gets eaten alive by these wild monkeys. Okay. Yeah. Well, ABC, I mean, you're going to have to bring me. her back for, for that. Do we have to copyright that to get... No, I'm saying you're going to have to bring her back to do that episode unless you're just going to infer that it happened. Maybe we could do a body double. Body double? Yeah. Just yeah. sort of... Or, yeah, but that's what I thought of. I thought of a, a pack of monkeys get over the gate, attack yeah, Roseanne. That, that'd be funny. I'd watch that. <laughs> speaking speaking of monkeys, right? Sure. So so the, there was there was her tweet about whatever she said. That woman, yeah, is it looks like a monkey? Right? What did she say? She said uh, something a mixture between something Muslim offensive to Muslims and 
Eight balls or something. Ape she balls. Some eight ape yeah, balls. Yeah, that, there you go. Okay, her mm-hmm. swinging eight balls. There you go. All right. So now, uh, now this week you got uh, the Florida gubernatorial candidate, and I can't mm-hmm. believe I got that word out correctly. That was pretty good. Ron DeSantos mm-hmm. referenced monkeys. Now, when I read about this, okay, so mm-hmm. he's running against a black man, mm-hmm. and I thought he called the guy a monkey. Now you just played the clip for me. He didn't call him a monkey. He said that uh, this guy's going to monkey monkey this up. Yeah. Or he's screwing around. Let's not you monkey this up. Let's not monkey this up. Sure. Okay. Well, look, I mean, this is a Florida elections are always competitive. And, um, you know, this is a guy who, although he's much too, too liberal for Florida, I think he's got huge problems with how he's governed Tallahassee. Uh, you know, he is an articulate spokesman for those far left views, and he's a charismatic candidate. And, you know, I watched those Democrat debates. None of that was, was my cup of tea. But I mean, he performed better than the other people there. So so we've got to work hard to make sure that we continue Florida going in a good direction. Let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. That is not going to work. That's not going to be good for Florida. Now, here's what I want to know. Why, if you just use the term monkey or ape or gorilla in the same sentence as talking about a black guy, why is that racist? Um. Well, because the history of the word, and we went what's through the, this. What's the history? So, so socialism is monkey business. That that's what he said. Okay, and and so it's again, you have to be very cognizant of the word, especially when black people are involved, because there's a history involved with the word. There's a dehumanizing what's, what's, element. What exactly is the history? Well, the history is is that's what white people for years referred to black people as. They, when, what years were these? These I've is never pre, you know, pre, calling them porch monkeys. And, porch monkeys. And I, then on I've top of it, when you write legislation that classifies them as less than a full human being and you marry those two together, okay. then that's right. the history. So yeah, you I, know, I, know, I know you can't do it. Um, and I don't know anything about this Ron DeSantos. He might mm-hmm. be a racist guy. Sure. Um, but like, I don't, other than Patrick Ewing, I don't think I've never associated a black person with looking like a monkey or an ape. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I, it's, it's history and that, and it doesn't apply to you because you, thank God. You let you, me get away with that Patrick Ewing remark pretty easy. Well, it, it, it happened. It, 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 no, when <laughs> like, I thought you were referring to, it actually happened when he, no, I'm talking about no, what, what happened with him. <laughs> you didn't. Okay, I thought you were going off what happened when Georgetown, I think it was Georgetown played one of those biggie schools, uh-huh. and people brought out signs saying he looked like a monkey. That's mean. Yeah, but you weren't referring to that. You were just saying he... A little bit. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Some people look like animals. That's the one he looked like. I'm just saying, that's the only case I can think of. The, yeah. Okay. We're, right? oh, Jesus. But... <laughs> I, I try to give you credit, and I was like, wow, he's really going back to like the 80s. I'm and... just saying... And you what, what this guy, guy said was wrong. You can't compare. You shouldn't compare anyone to animals. That's wrong. That's true. And there's a history with the the black people being compared porch monkey. I, I've heard that term. That's mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Right. And you should be smarter than that as a candidate. That That's is just true. Also stupid. So mm-hmm. all the all of these things. Bad. Bad guy. Bad guy. Right? Yeah. I. You know. There's a million million three. I don't know how many words there are, but 
he could have picked one better than monkeying around, especially within this climate. Now, do you think he specifically chose that word because he's racist, or do you think it just is a slip No, up? I think that I think he's speaking to a, he's doing what Trump does. He's speaking to a select group of voters to basically give them a pat on the code back. Word, you're yeah, like just hey, hey, I'm with you guys. Maybe. I got you. Take care of me in this general election. Maybe, and we'll you know we'll talk about monkeys all we want. We'll, okay, maybe. So yeah, yeah, one strike against them for for monkey business. I but I saw you. I saw you roll your eyes when he said. When he said um, articulate. articulate, and I remember when I think it was Joe Biden called Obama articulate. Mm-hmm. Now, now here's where I, I want to go with that one. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm getting tired of racism being thrown out on everything. Yeah. Right? Articulate is a compliment. So I, I, sure. I have some I have some new rules that I thought about. Go ahead. All right. There, you know, Serena's outfit was was racist. I got I got some automatic disqualifiers disqualifiers for not being able to label it racist. Mm-hmm. Number one, if it's true, it's not racist. Okay? It's it's truth. True. Truth cannot be true, racist. it's it's not racist. Yes. Yes. Like... Well, I'm, I'm a little scared here, but okay, let's, like, let's proceed. Uh, it's said that, that um, Asians get the highest scores in SATs as a group. Whites get below them, and then blacks below them. Mm-hmm. Now, does that, does that mean... Asians are smarter than white people, smarter than blacks? No, no. of course not. No, maybe I, the test that... favors Asian people more than it favors black people. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. It, maybe it's not the best measure of intelligence. But mm-hmm. the fact is, Asians get a better score than white people and black people. Yeah. Pointing that out is not racist. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. No, that, is a, that would be a okay? fact. Um, if it's a joke, it's not racist. Mm-hmm. Period. If your attempt, if you're trying to get someone to laugh, like I just was with the Patrick Ewing remark, I was mm-hmm. trying to get a snicker there. <laughs> I thought you're you trying. Your serious. intention, your intention is to elicit a laugh. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You're, and sometimes what you're doing is you're pointing out something racist for the purpose of getting that laugh, like because you think it's ridiculous sure. too. Mm-hmm. But if your intention is a joke. Not racist. Mm-hmm. Number three, mm-hmm. if it's a compliment, yeah, it's not racist. Like um, Obama is articulate. Yeah. He is articulate. Sure. Donald Trump is not articulate, mm-hmm. right? If I call Donald Trump articulate, I'm a liar. That would be true. If I call Obama articulate, he's articulate. He's That's a true. Ve- he might be the best speaker we've had in in the office. Besides maybe JFK. Mm-hmm. Of my lifetime, he's the, the best speaker. Yeah. That's what articulate is. Yeah. I'm not done. Go ahead. Number four, the, we've lost the definition of racism. The definition of racism is pointing out one group to be superior to another group because of their race. That's what racism is. Mm-hmm. All these other things like, like telling Serena she can't wear her outfit, that's stupid because Serena's awesome and the outfit's not as revealing as those short skirts and who the fuck cares what people wear anywhere anyway it's 2018 but it's not racist it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the definition of racism those are my four rules gotcha okay right? okay yeah go um go on you go. okay now in terms of being funny and we i think agree on this if something's funny and it's in the comedic sort of realm i think you you have uh you have uh what do you call it uh carte blanche or you have sort of uh what do you call it? Poetic justice or, yeah. or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, but even if it's not funny, if mm-hmm. you're a comedian, yeah. you, you have to have the, the liberty to, to go up there and make those kind of jokes. Some of them are going to fail. Some mm. of all jokes fail. Sure. Okay. Now, the, the case with the uh, Kramer, right? That's what I was going to ask That you. was racist. He uh, wasn't making a joke. He, he was, was attacking the audience. Yes, okay. That's, that's what I was going to ask next because that, yeah. that was the exact situation. 
the word articulate, and this is it, it, it is a compliment, mm -hmm. but where it comes from, the sort of the uncomfortable feeling you get with articulate comes from people saying it and it's the tone in terms of holy shit, you're really articulate. Like, okay. well, it, you, and that's the thing. If you say it like that, like you're surprised. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. that, okay, because and it always seemed to be that word. So that's why that word carries certain, certain if kind you, of... If you say it in that way and it's clear yeah. and obvious, then yes, because then, then that is racist. Because then what you're saying is, I am surprised that this black man is articulate. Sure. Which is the definition of racism. One group being superior to another because of race. Mm -hmm. But if you're just pointing out the fact, like Biden did Obama... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and that's unfortunate because I I think there are well-meaning people with good intentions behind the word, but historically, it's always been that word, and it's you know early on been one of those words that people were like used as to show surprise, like wow, I didn't know you could be you know articulate, but there you go. I I just don't get why it seems like more and more it seems like the the issue of race and racism at least up until about four or five years ago, mm -hmm. there was constant progress on that issue in this country, sure. right? From, from slavery until now, it's been constant positive progress. Mm -hmm. Yet, it's something we talk about more than ever. It's talked about in every single issue. And identity politics is really the only politics anymore. Mm -hmm. And I don't think whatever remaining issues of race remain out there, I don't think relating every issue out there to race is the way we're going to fix these last few issues. Yeah. I think what identity politics pits people against one another and it forces everyone to choose an identity. Mm -hmm. That's why when you, when you're doing identity politics, you're forcing people to, to identify. Pick a side. And that's why I take you back to the coffee creamer theory. That's the future <laughs> of America. I've been putting more thought into that. That's and it. What do you, what do you do when you go on vacation and you get tanned? Do you reclassify yourself? as yeah. say I left is yep. a, I don't know, a two creamer, I came back as a one and a half. That's right, because that's how little it matters. Is there paperwork involved in that? <laughs> no, there's no paperwork. You just, <laughs> no, you just, you, you can you can be a new one every morning. You're having your morning coffee, you put in the one cream, you put in the two cream. Now we got to standardize it, like, because mm -hmm. somebody might have a 16 ounce coffee versus a 12 ounce coffee. That's going to be an so issue. So it's got to, there's got to be a standard measurement. Mm -hmm. So we're going, we're going with the 12 ounce coffee and one of those, you know, little half and halves. That's true. Because it's just not that important. I, I, I keep trying to find a fault in it, but I, I just can't. It, it flows. Because the thing is, I thought of it first. Yeah, I'm articulate. You are very articulate. And I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that you have these creamers and black people, and I think everybody, but tend to split up the groups. And that, what that means is usually they'll say, we're lighter than them, so we're better than them. But the creamer thing doesn't really give you an opportunity to do that because you could be changing colors all the time. You might be with one group one day, but then you took a trip to the Bahamas. Now you're That's right. totally in it. So you now, I, 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 I'm going to stop trying to find fault with it and just go with it. Yeah, I, I like we it. Need, we need to push this agenda. Get some T-shirts made or something. <laughs> <laughs> Next, uh, more politics. Arizona senatorial candidate Kelly Ward. Who's that? <laughs> She's running to replace Flake, uh, Jeff Flake, I think it is, in Arizona. She suggested that McCain, his team, sent out his pre-death announcement to hurt her campaign. That's stupid. I don't know how much more self-absorbed a person could be than that. But yeah. then, And then she apologized, which I don't know if there's an apology for that. Is she the Democrat or the Republican? She's the Republican, um, and she was so a, a rival yeah. to him. And so they've, I guess, never 
seen eye to eye. Obviously, he wasn't supporting her. I mean, you're, you're her. acting like you're surprised a, a politician is a narcissist. Yeah, but I mean, but to that level, it was just kind of shocking. But she apologized, which I guess makes it a little better. Sure. I, well, here's <laughs> here's the thing about the John McCain thing that I don't get, and sure. and and I'll, I'm sure I'll take heat for this one, mm-hmm. but John McCain, all of a sudden now, the left just loves this guy. I was about to that, say the same thing. Where did that go come ahead. from? Right? Yeah. It's the same with now that the left loves the FBI, mm-hmm. right? The, the left used to be the anti-war party. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now, you know, I, I'm watching I'm watching Bill Maher two weeks ago mm-hmm. and they have that um, FBI guy who Trump took the clearance away from and they're giving this guy a standing ovation and they're sucking his dick the whole show. Sure. Brennan, that's his Brennan, name, right? Brennan, yeah. I mean, the left used to be against the um, Patriot Act and mm-hmm. <laughs> and all these wars, and now it seems like their hatred of Trump Just trumps flipped. trumps all that. Like sure. anyone who doesn't like Trump is now on Team Liberal. Pro FBI. They, they pro, love yeah. they love McCain. They're, and it, it blows my mind. Now, I don't I don't hate John McCain. I don't hate anyone. But of mm-hmm. of all the politicians in my my lifetime, it's it's um it's Bush and and his vice Cheney. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. and then and then it's McCain as people who are most responsible for all these wars we're in. You know, yeah. he, John McCain has never met a war he didn't like. He supported every single war we got into, sure. mm-hmm. and he supported the wars we didn't get into. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say the exact same thing. Uh, have you ever seen the coverage of? And all due respect to him and his memory and everything else, but have you seen the type of coverage for a senator's death ever in your lifetime? The I mean. He passed, I think, what was it, last week? And I think this morning they were still running stories. Well, I mean, they, did, they and... gave that to Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Well, I mean, for a senator, not not oh, for a president, for maybe, a senator. Maybe Kennedy? Yeah, but he was running for president, came from the family. I mean, there was a slightly yeah. bigger profile. But no, they've given this they've given a, a lot, lot of, of play. And I, I started wondering if CNN, the powers that be, are doing this to irk Trump because Every you can't you all during this you've not been able to you know get away from you know he didn't like him and you know he was very disrespectful to him and you know what he said about him not being a hero and you know and then he finally had to come out with a statement that said he appreciated the work he did but I don't think Trump is obviously right on this side but I just wonder and I may be wrong maybe there has been coverage like this from CNN before on another senator's death I don't remember it but it just seems like it's. Uh, Maybe more than a coincidence that it's yeah, happening it de- at this time. It definitely. Well, I mean, John McCain is a very important person historically sure. for modern times. I and get he did that. serve for, you know, 175 POW, years. POW, much respect. But they hated him. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the left now, and I'm talking about the media. They yeah. hated him when he was running against Obama. Mm-hmm. It was That was the most important election of our lifetime, you know, how they like to frame these things. Mm-hmm. We couldn't let John McCain get in there because he's a war hawk, which is true, mm-hmm. right? And most important election of all time, got to defeat John McCain. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to now Donald Trump is the president, and we hate him more than all the other things combined. Sure. He had beef with John McCain, so now John McCain's on our team. No, that well, and that's what that is. That's their their problem. CNN would not have given him this kind of coverage if he didn't have that beef with Trump. No, I've never seen the not. kind of coverage before, ever. Um, speaking more from the right side, uh, two defamation suits against Infowars commentator Alex Jones are now moving forward. Defamation from who? Defamation from two. Let's see. I think it's two groups of people. One is uh, the Sandy Hook parents 
who he made false claims about saying that they, you know, it was all an act or something to that effect. These people, if you believe their complaint, um, say that they were, you know, forced to leave leave their homes and they were harassed and everything else because of this stuff that these this guy put out on them on top of losing their child in the attack. Um, and there's also a guy who who um, Alex Jones accused of actually being the Sandy Hook shooter wrongly. Right. And so those are the two suits that are moving forward. Uh, Alex Jones tried to get him dismissed. The judge thought otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, yeah. Here's the thing. I got a, I got a lot of feelings on Alex Jones. So mm-hmm. he's he says a lot of shit, and a lot of it is bullshit. Yes. Right. A most lot of, of it. it. <laughs> I don't know. Most of it. Outrageous a lot of it. bullshit. A lot of it. He's also been right on a lot of things. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was the first guy talking about. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be able to remember it, but that gathering where all the important people get together and they wear masks and do chants. Like he was the first mm-hmm. person talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then that turns out to be true. He's been right about some things, mm-hmm. but that that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Like what he did lying about those kids in Sandy Hook. That's fucking awful. That's terrible. terrible. These, these, mm-hmm. the, I mean, obviously that happened. Mm-hmm. People are suffering. Sure. And the things he said, it's pretty shitty. Yeah. So they should take that suit to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Fine with all that. What I'm not fine with is him being banned from Twitter and Facebook and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's kind of, it goes along with like this kneeling issue. Okay. Yeah. Does the NFL have the right to tell these players they can't kneel? Yes. yes. Should they tell them not to kneel? No, probably not. No. <laughs> Does Twitter have the right to ban Alex Jones? Yes. Should they ban him? No. Like mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a grown up. You're a grown up. I can hear Alex Jones rant and rave mm-hmm. and I can choose to uh, ignore it. I can choose to disagree with it. I can, I can make whatever decision I want. Like this is more just of the the nerfing of the world. Like Alex Jones is dangerous, so we're going to protect you from him. Yeah. And what I really don't like about it is they've done this with him. They've done it with uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. You know who he is. Yes. They've done it with Gavin McGinnis. Mm-hmm. Always only conservatives, right? And mm-hmm. if they're really worried about fake news, why the National Enquirer is still in all these? Sure. Uh, the Sun Tribune still in all these. Mm-hmm. Like it, it feels to me more like they are, which is in their right. They're targeting conservatives yes okay and that's in their right but at mm. least be honest about it and and put that in your bylaws like we we lean liberal and mm. we're you know like now what was like the, it what was the criteria and i know they banned him but what was the criteria they said or the re, the reasoning behind it hate, hate speech. speech which and, is stupid and what was the specific hate speech that he said they didn't give a spe- specific then that's said, yeah that's probably well, wrong first of all hate speech mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? That is way too open to interpretation. That's right. So yeah. you have okay. So this um this new writer for the New York Times. Have you heard about her? No. Her name is Sarah Young, and okay. she's like she's like super super liberal and hateful. Like she's tweeted <laughs> in the past couple of weeks. White men are all bullshit. Mm-hmm. We need to cancel all white people. White oh, people uh, are the devil. Yeah. So on and so forth. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, those are some of my tweets. She's, <laughs> I'm sure you retweeted them. She she didn't get banned. Why didn't she get banned? In fact, she got hired by the New York Times. Sure, it's just a it's a double standard. It's horseshit. No media leans left, and that's I, I knowingly admit admit that. Um, oh, if, they don't they don't admit that. Well, yeah, I I admit that media leans left. That's that's true. Um, the thing is, if there's no criteria. And if hate speech is the only criteria, then I think that's a weak argument. You know, it, as as we talk about freedom of speech, if he's not, you know, I mean, you'd have to do something pretty 
extraordinary speech-wise to get thrown off of Twitter, I, I would think. But maybe that's not the case. And look, hate speech is still speech. And speech is supposed to be protected in this country. Yeah. Now, Twitter is a privately owned company and they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But I, I've always... I've, I've always been anti-establishment. Mm-hmm. I don't like rules, mm-hmm. right? I'm a, I'm a grown man. Let me decide for myself if I want to listen to him or not. Mm-hmm. Don't you don't you don't need to protect me from him. You don't need to protect my kids from him. Yeah, you know my. Let me make the decision. Let right. me parent. Let me do my job. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that. I, I he shouldn't. I, I think a lot of what he said is bullshit. Obviously, when he's talking about frogs and gay frogs or whatever the hell he said <laughs> years ago about something in the water making frogs gay and whatever. No, no, there—that's something true. Frogs changing their sex in New York. Uh, okay, well, I, I think there's, there's something that really in the water. happened. The, yeah, something in the water frogs, made the frogs gay. Now, I don't know all these facts. This is way off the top of my head. I never heard this from Alex Jones, but frogs can change their gender. Yeah, no, he and, he would. And if I remember correctly, he was saying that something in the water was making them gay. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. And oh, making them gay? Yeah, and I think... I don't know, man. It could be. And I think this was off of uh, this week tonight, or or last week tonight. I think at the same time, he was endorsing well, I want to know what's in the water that can make you gay, because I'm I'm yeah. all about that water. Yeah. Are, Give me some are, of that. Are you about to go to the other man, side? I w- I w- if I could snap my fingers and make myself gay, I'd... Boom. It's raining, man. I, sure. Look, get, get your you hand may- off my thigh. I'm not gay, right? <laughs> yeah. And you would not be not my right type. Now. You would not be my type. Why wouldn't I be your type? I'm offended now. <laughs> Wait. But look, I got, you, look you, at these lips. You you make that... It's valid. Uh, you, he really looked at that, my lips. And racist. <laughs> but you, you, made, you, you made the face when I said that. Yeah. You, you're creeped out by that, number one, because you're homophobic. Not at all. all. Black people are homophobic. I welcome everybody. That's why gay marriage didn't pass right away in California. No. It's all, it all black people. Everybody deserves to have a mother-in-law. I don't care. <laughs> and... Um, you're making that face because you're grossed out by the idea of gay sex. As Not at a, all. As am I. Well, I am. I think it's fucking gross. I can put my <laughs> dick in another guy's ass, you homo. I think it's, it's gross. That's what's gross about it, right? But if I, could, if I could snap my fingers and make me enjoy dirty man ass as much as I enjoy beautiful, curvy women in vagina, I would do it. Yeah. Because I, who so, do you like hanging out with more? Your buddy or, oh God. Yeah. or it's not even a close. wife? Or a woman other than your wife, who I know you love hanging out with and who listens to this podcast. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> don't put my shit out on the street, first of all. But no, I get your point. Men are just easy. Like, the, yes. you know, the thing that, and we're simple. The thing I'm looking forward to is the fantasy draft Sunday. Yeah. That's it. And the and Vegas next week with two of my friends, sure. you and dog. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. But um, to go yeah. that far to wish. Mm. In a heartbeat. Oh, wow. Yeah, I I'm not, I'm not there it. yet. There, if there was an operation... You you go Boom. there, yes. and that'd be it. A lot of I mean, it would be a long talk with my kids first. That would explain it, mm-hmm. but I think it's the smart choice <laughs> to you s- spend less money. Uh, yeah, I'd be nagged less. Yeah, I would get laid all the time. Yeah, all the time. I mean, gay gay guy. Why do you think gay guys are always walking around the streets, skipping and bouncing around? They're fucking happy. They're they're happy. Yeah, there's a point to this. Yes, they're happy because they're getting laid whenever they want. Almost all gay, re- I shouldn't say this, but a, a lot of gay relationships are open, mm-hmm. right? Because they know. I'm, I'm he's a guy. Cheat. I'm going to cheat. So yeah, let's just guy. open this So up. let's do it. Go crazy. Yes. yes. They're into the same things. Yeah. Watch gladiator movies, yeah. whatever they do. Yeah. I think you, I think you would do it too. <laughs> not, not a chance. Um, the Madden shooting um, in Florida, um, where two people, I think it was, lost their lives, 10 people injured. 
The Matt, EA Sports that makes Madden has now donated a million dollars to the victims and their families. Good move by EA Sports. Um, we've Isn't not, this the second time they've been in the news? Was it, didn't they the ones who... Oh, that, wait. The NBA 2K or the NFL That's right, game? with the yeah. NFL, with Kaepernick. Kaepernick so yeah. they, they're bouncing back from that mistake in a big way. million dollars to the families. I you know, support that. Um, we haven't talked about guns on this show. Um, turns out in this case, the shooter, I think it's David Katz, uh, was legally registered to own uh, the weapons. Uh, he got got registered in Maryland, which is supposedly one of the tougher states to get registered. What kind of in. weapon was it this time? It was the handguns. So you can't get into the you know the whole AK forty seven or AR fifteen argument. They were handguns. Doesn't make it right. Obviously, two people have lost their lives. Um, <laughs> doesn't make it right. No, it, I mean it doesn't That's make an unnecessary qualification. <laughs> that, I mean, it, I mean, most shootings it, are it, are never right. Well, I'm going to say all shootings. What I'm saying is the difference between you shoot another person is, is, is wrong. Is, is I got wrong. that, but the difference between the AR-15 and the handguns are two completely different things. Is what okay. I was saying. Is I mean, it's it's not you know. Anyway, <laughs> so um, they he he was registered. He you know he did get the guns legally. Um, my thoughts on guns, and I, I think you could obviously have guns in your house. You legally, you know, you're legally allowed to have them. I don't quite understand why folks need assault rifles, and that's that's always my thing. Like, if you go hunting, you got a rifle, you got a gun in your house, fine. Hopefully, you don't live in one of those states that allows you to carry. I, you know, don't really necessarily understand why that's a thing in some states, but the assault rifles, I don't get. And probably never will. Oh. All right. Well, I mean, this con- this conversation. Look, I, I'm I'm about to get a AR. Ooh, are yeah. you? Yeah. Why are you getting the AR? Okay, let me, so let you me, say there's no reason for it because I'm I'm going on my first hunt ever. So um, mm-hmm. I'm going pig hunting, right? Okay. And they they say that's a good animal to go for the first time because number one, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, um. You know, you're doing the world a favor by taking out pigs because they're ruining California. Okay, pigs are ruining California. There's so many of them. They're overriding California. They're killing a lot of crops. They're killing other animals. Yeah, ugly pigs women. Are, pigs are a pigs. nuisance. Anyway, <laughs> um, so when your pigs are very aggressive, uh-huh. so they recommend you have an AR or you have a. I'm not a gun expert. You have one, uh, one of these rifles, mm-hmm. and you have a, a side carry. Because Jesus, for a pig? You, yes, because if you hit the pig and you don't kill it, that pig will charge at you. You can't outrun a pig? No, you can't outrun a pig. I could outrun a pig. No, you, Maybe you can't oh outrun a pig. You, you I talk, can't outrun a pig. I'm going to have you talk to my, my brother who thinks he can beat up a cougar. You cannot no. outrun a pig. All you got to do is no. run in no. a zigzag, no. zigzag no. line. The pig's not going to catch you. No. Google right now how fast a pig runs. And it, I guarantee it's as faster than B. You cannot outrun a pig. I cannot outrun a one. pig. So... For the sake of the argument, you cannot outrun a pig. Okay. That pig will charge you, and the AR, you're going to be able to take it down because you're going to be able to take a couple more shots. You do, point is, you don't want to get eaten by a, a boar. Mm-hmm. You know, did you ever see uh, Snatch? The movie uh, Snatch, Brad Pitt? <laughs> Last right. night in my bedroom. Uh-huh. All right. You know, the, you know the movie I'm talking about, Snatch. Right? I know what you're talking about. They get rid of the guy, the the um, gangster guy. He gets rid of bodies by feeding them pigs to the pigs because they eat everything. Yeah. Everything, bone, everything is like melted butter. Mm-hmm. Pigs are wild. Pigs are dangerous. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I'm getting an AR. Okay. Let's move on beyond that. Mm-hmm. Whether or not this whole argument is like every other argument politically, mm-hmm. it's very divided, and everybody's a fucking hypocrite. 
There's mm-hmm. there's the pro guns crowd and there's the anti guns crowd. It's like the abortion crowd. Oh uh, yeah, you should be able to have an abortion until the baby comes out of your vagina. Uh, no, it's murder. Uh, five minutes after conception. Sure. You know, two dramatic points of view. Mm-hmm. Both of them are wrong. Same mm-hmm. thing here. Whether or not we should try to get rid of guns, it's not happening. It is not possible to happen. Mm-hmm. There are more guns in this country than people. That's true. That's the fact. Mm-hmm. There, there's 350 million people in this country. We have more guns than that. Mm-hmm. You're not getting rid of the guns. Number two, beyond needing an AR for hunting pig, why would you need an AR? I don't know. People like them. Okay. That's people like the them. issue. So that's what people should say. Why why do I need an AR? Because I fucking want one. And mm. I'm a grown up and I should be able to have one. Mm. Right? Yeah. We've had guns in this country forever. Mm. We didn't always have this problem. This is a new phenomenon. Yeah. So why now are we having this problem? Well, the a guns are more powerful. That's that's the issue. Is okay, that... they're not more powerful than they were in nineteen fifty. I mean, they are, but we had automatic weapons in 1950. I think we they were. I think they were. They're easier to get now than they were in 1950. Okay. Yeah. There's there's got to be some common sense things we can do mm-hmm. that both sides should be able to get behind. Mm-hmm. Problem is the NRA won't budge won't at all, do it. and the left won't budge at all. Mm-hmm. Like, let's number one. Let's look at mental health. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most of the, most of these people who are going out and doing these, they're on they're on pills almost. All of them are on pills. Antidepressants are coming off antidepressants. Sure. Almost every single time, if not every single time. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. If you are taking antidepressants, you mm. should not be able to get a gun. That, yeah. The gun right? laws have to be. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. That's that's a common sense thing. That mm-hmm. Let's just start there. Number two, verifiable fact that children who grow up in broken homes mm-hmm. are more likely to end up in prison, more likely to commit a violent crime yeah back now i'm not saying we enforce marriage and make people stay together but something's changed in our culture right where in 1950 i looked this up right before i got here Mm -hmm. in 1950 only 26 percent of kids were raised in split homes yeah today 57 percent, and in black families 76 percent there's so we're doing something wrong Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. No, I agree with that. But we we don't ever address that. We don't ever talk about that. We just talk about guns good, guns bad. You need a good, good guy with a gun. Trump's a bad guy with a gun. Mm-hmm. Guns kill. Uh, people don't kill. Guns don't kill. People kill. You know, all the same arguments we hear all the time. Yeah. There's some middle ground. Mm-hmm. That's where we need to work. What? And I don't know the answer to this. If you're killing the pig to eat, right? Mm-hmm. What does it look like after the AR-15 gets it? I mean, what does it look like? like, it looks like is a there dead pig? I mean, but like, does it explode or something, or does it like, <laughs> like, is no, it, man, just it, a bullet? Just a bullet. Just it's a, a, a AR fifteen is not a machine gun. Mm-hmm. I learned this in my hunting class okay. last night. It's not. It's not that. It's mm-hmm. it just means you can fire and then you can fire Rapid again fire. without reloading. You yeah, can pull the trigger every time. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not a machine gun. You cannot hunt with a machine gun. Mm-hmm. That's illegal. Yeah. That's the difference. That for, Apology if that's not 100% accurate. I'm not a gun expert, but that's mm-hmm. what I understood from my class last night. Gotcha. So um, they don't let you hunt in California any, anymore with lead bullets because mm-hmm. that kind of fucks up your meat. Yeah, that would that that was my yeah that was my thought is that it would do something to the pig. But yeah, the the more bullets you put in it, the mm-hmm. more damage you do to it. Obviously. That's yeah. yeah. So ideally, you kill it with one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm getting. And I'm getting into hunting because I'm trying to be more self-sufficient. Also because I love the outdoors and Mm -hmm. I I can't rock climb anymore because of my surgery. So I I need a new activity. Mm -hmm. But also the more 
I find the left pissing me off, the more I start <laughs> wanna, to take up. You want to tr- go own a gun? <laughs> a little bit, man. Yeah. I just find myself. <laughs> I, I've always been that way. I, 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 I don't want to be told what to do. And it used to be the conservatives telling you what to do. You can't watch this movie. We got to put this warning label on this thing because it has bad language. Mm-hmm. Uh, rap music is going to make you violent, blah, blah, blah. It was conservatives telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Now it's the liberals policing speech and telling me what I can and can't do. Mm-hmm. It pisses me off. No. And you also hunt because you're white. You still got that going for you. There was a black guy in the class last night, as I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, it's a mostly white I don't guy activity. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, okay. Next. A security guard goes to the bar, and this is not the start of a joke. A security guard goes in the bar and orders a Trayvon Martini from a oh black boy. bartender in a Missouri bar. This security guard loses his job because of it. Of course, Trayvon Martin was one of the kids in, I think it was 2014, where there's so many black murders at the hands of non-black people. He was one of those high-profile murders. Um, this guy loses his job. Um I, you know, it's, what is a Trayvon Martini? Well, oh, well, the joke was is that it had watermelon in it and give me a shot because it only took one shot to put him down. Not the best. Uh, no, it's classless. That's classless. That, but is that an actual drink people order now, or is he making? Well, no, a joke? he was making a joke. The black bartender did not take too kindly to it. Uh, somehow they found out he worked at a security company. Security company fired him. Yeah, okay. and rightfully Good. so. He was a dickhead. And that's one of the things we talk about. You know, you have an idea. You have uh, free speech, just like everybody else. The companies you work for now, for also have free right to do whatever they want to do. Yes, absolutely. You, based on that. Yes. Now, based on my previous four laws. If yeah. this was a comedian and he mm-hmm. was on stage and he that was, is a different that would yeah. be a terrible joke, but he shouldn't lose his job. Now this mm-hmm. guy is some asshole. Yeah. yeah take that, his job away. Yeah. Uh point bartender on that one. Sure. I, bartender. Team bartender on that one. Next, Colorado school district. Uh, actually, a few, uh, several schools in the district go to a four-day work week. Uh, they cool. <laughs> they say they're doing it. Four-day work week? I'm sorry, four-day school week. Cool. Sorry. To save money. They say that they're, this is the part that got me. They're trying to save a million dollars. Doesn't sound like a whole lot, right? No. For a school district. But that was the goal, is to save this million dollars. Um, Colorado, it just seems funny that they're making school days shorter as they become, as pot becomes legal. You know, state. ever since I said I uh, was, I wanted to be gay, it, we've been it's getting dark and there's no lights in this room is starting to become awkward it's my it's my trick to seduce you it's, <laughs> it's, it's right on it's right on the side of that no 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 it's on the other side All right, keep going. there you go but no they go. they they That's go to better. four days right at the well a year or so or a couple years after they go to pot and pot is legal in colorado now kids are have one extra day to do a little toki cool at, at home cool so, as a parent i hate it because why do you hate it because Although you miss your kids, the the time that they're at school, you're just like they're in a hopefully in a safe spot. They're not in your shit, and you can they're accountable. You know where they are. Um, I can think of a lot of parents who will probably be upset by that because they look forward to those what is it, eight hours a day that they can you know I don't know get on Twitter or do laundry or do whatever the hell they want to do. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. I, I like it a lot. I, I actually love it. You do? Yeah. Uh, most of school, honestly, most of school's bullshit. Most of it. I agree with that. I mean, <laughs> I came out top of my class, not top. I was like number 11 in my class. Mm-hmm. I didn't do homework once. I didn't pay attention. I did not. I used to, we had one teacher who was senile. I used to crawl out of the window of her class 
and leave and go down to a <laughs> store called Law Balls and have some junk food, come back and crawl back into, into the class. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's bullshit. My kids' class, I teach my kids more on the weekend in two hours than they learn all weekend school. I taught, I taught my oldest everything you needed to know about addition, subtraction, and multiplication in kindergarten in about two days. Mm-hmm. The, the way they teach these kids is, in effect, kids at kids... Um, they're high energy, right? That's why school's so boring to kids because they just sit on their butts. Yeah. And they're high energy. Like get the kids moving, teach them. They, we, we need new ways to teach kids. Mm -hmm. And I think most of, I think most of school up until like 11th grade, let's say is just babysitting. Yeah. Now that's not to say, you know, I come from a, a family of teachers. Teachers are great people and it's a very important profession. And my dad was a great teacher, Mm -hmm. but most teachers suck dick. Oh. They they mostly are not good at it. That's my opinion. Not good at sucking dick. They're probably better at sucking dick than teaching. <laughs> teaching. Yeah, uh, I I love it. I for, also like what is the what is the point of life? Mm-hmm. The point of life for me is to have a good fucking time mm-hmm. to to love to live right. So you spend thirty forty years of your life working your balls off. 40 hour, 50 hour a week, most people, right? Mm-hmm. So at least as kids, give them three days a week to enjoy themselves. To burn it all out. Yeah. To have a good time, to create some memories. I, I, I'm I, totally, if, you know, it might be a little harder on the parents. Well, suck it up. Yeah. I just, the, the million dollars seems like low. Like, it's, yeah, I don't even care about the money. That. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, how, how are how are they saving the money? I don't even get how it's I guess, shutting down the air conditioning. Yeah, the air conditioning, the, the electricity, the maintenance of the school for four days versus five, what have you, gives them a million dollars. Regardless, it's a good decision. I mean, can't the federal government just give them a million dollars? Well, I'm sure they could, <laughs> but I mean, enough with that already. Yeah. Anyway, um, Jim Brown. We went over this last Another show. Another wife beater. Well, yeah, that's true. And he's supporting Trump. He's mm-hmm. added to the black group of folks it's growing you know, this is growing it went from six percent to twelve percent now jim brown has um added his name to the mix as well i have access to the president and anytime i have access to the president and he will listen to my thoughts that's all i can ask of him and that's what i do so this president is accessible and uh, he's different he's challenging and uh he pays attention to what I say. We should never denigrate our flag and our national anthem. We should always be Americans first, and we should work our butts off to do the right thing and make it a better country. But to not respect your flag and your national anthem is something that I would never do. We always talk about the negative, but what about the positive? How many... Black athletes of millionaires because of those fans, white fans that go to those games. The NBA, uh, the National Football League, those organizations would be out of business if it were not for, for people of, not of color, but white people that go to those games and support those teams. So we have to give credit mm-hmm. to the positive aspect of what people are doing in America and stop going to the negative first. So Jim Brown says that he's that Trump is a good president because he and returns his call, yeah. <laughs> he returns his calls. I basically. mean, any, anybody wants access, so that yeah. makes sense. 
But what it's is funny. that? Yeah, what does that mean for the people who can't get Trump on? You know, on they're, they're speed fun. dial. They're then fun. you're fine. Listen, <laughs> I, most I, of um, I I have a, a Facebook group. It's called Facebook.com. The dad is super bad, and mm-hmm. I got about fifty thousand followers on there. Yeah. And yesterday I made a. Now I'm not pro Trump or anti Trump. I'm mm-hmm. I'm like everything else. I think people are hypocrites on this thing. But there's no doubt this is the most hated president of all time <laughs> while sim- simultaneously being the most loved president of all time. Like whatever side you're on, your feelings are very strong about this guy. Mm-hmm. And I made a, a ant- it wasn't even an anti-Trump post. It was a post about how all the presidents are bad basically, but I mentioned Trump by name. I lost over a thousand followers. So I, as much shit as I give the left nowadays, mm-hmm. people who love Trump, are really fucking sensitive about mm-hmm. Trump. Sure. No, no, no. And I think and it's on both sides. People are sensitive on the, you know, you got the anti-Trumpers and you got the pro-Trumpers yeah. and it's both the same thing. Yeah. And it, it, and I've had both sides mad at me online from time to time as well. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think that the criteria for judging a president should be if he listens to you and if you're one of the select few okay, people who have access he's just, to him. He's just being, he's just being a little more straightforward because all these people donate to campaigns. That's what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. They don't, well, I mean, mo- most of these major corporations, they donate to both candidates because mm-hmm. they just want access. Yeah. I mean, almost all of them do. Yeah. But the, his type of access is different because he is who he is. And then when he talks about the anthem, it also, in, uh, uh, Shannon Sharp brought this up. 1967, Jim Brown was on the front lines uh, helping to protest when Ali was saying he wasn't going to go to war. So for Jim Brown to protest in 67 and then be so against another protest is sort of two-faced. Well, I mean, that was 60 years ago. Man changes mind. Yeah, but I mean, the the message is the same. They're protesting. Change his mind. I'm saying people change their minds over 60 years of time. Yeah. Um, I think what I don't want to speak for Jim Brown, but I think what he means by I like him because he listens to me mm-hmm. is I think he's saying, you know, Jim Brown has always fought for the black community. Right? Fought fought black community mostly. Oh, really? Like, fought women in the black community. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I think he means he's listening to the issues Jim Brown is speaking on. I think that's yeah. what he meant. I mm-hmm. could be wrong, but probably are. It's a clumsy way to say it. Yeah. Also, on add Tiger Woods to the docket of Trump supporters, or hey, there's truth in what he said. The 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 unemployment's going down, wages, all that's true. So true. That's that's what people care about most. Yeah, let's be real. That's but what people care about most is money in their pocket. Still don't know if that's attributable. It doesn't matter. Or <laughs> you could give Trump credit for it. Right, doesn't matter. I it's happening on his watch, so it doesn't matter if you can, can or, or can't. Not. It happens. Um, Tiger Woods joined the Trump party as well. Uh, Tiger is blackish uh yeah. yeah so and i don't even know if he this is a he's, he's, he's a, uh, like slightly more black than urkel I, do that? I think urkel's more black yeah than tiger <laughs> tiger's never tiger's never come home in terms of being black or even wanting any part of that that doesn't make it him wrong yeah but tiger's His out mother, there slinging that dick oh well that part is he's black a, he's a dick slinger yeah. <laughs> but He's always sort of, I think he said he considered himself, I think he called it Kaplan Asian, which I, I, don't know I still don't means. know what that means. But right. so anyway. So boring old tiger say? So he said boring stuff. He said that the office of the president should be respected. Uh, yeah. They asked him, you know, about his relationship with Trump. He said he's played golf with him for years, known him. Basically, I guess the two have a friendship. And that's all he would say. That's all Tiger really ever says. You know, he talks about golf. Yeah, and I mean, whenever it. Tiger speaks, his goal is to say the thing that's, 
not going to get any heat. Yeah, and you know? he succeeded. He's kind. He's kind of like the new Jordan, except more boring. Like you know, Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah, I think that's he's the vein Tiger in falls thing. into. But yeah, it's good. It's good for. Uh, in general, in society, we need to start being more respectful of one another. No. In general. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, this president has been treated disrespectfully. He's also disrespected. He, I was going to say, he's also, <laughs> he's also behaves that way yes. uh, very often. So, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of reap what you sow. That is correct. Um, but the idea of respect is something that should be earned, not just something you're giving because of your title, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're taught to respect catholic priest right mm-hmm. yeah and now we find out that a very large percentage of them are raping little boys sure. it's like you you put somebody in a tie and immediately they get more respect mm-hmm. like if you walk if you walk around in beverly hills dressed like you are short you're gonna get looked shirt. at one way yeah and then you put on a suit you're gonna get looked at another way mm-hmm. it's it's silly you respect people because of the content of their character i don't even know where the fuck the tie came from yeah, you were talking about that last time. Did, did we get an answer on that? No, I. You know, we should research that. Yeah, we should because the tie is one of those things that just burns my ass. I don't own a tie. I, where do you? Where do you put your tie? tie? What do you mean? Where do you put it? You said it burned your ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, and you're trying okay. to become gay, so I got to ask all these questions. <laughs> I, I, I would like to do an experiment, right? Where we keep track of cops, keep track of who they're pulling over, mm-hmm. and base and give us the statistics for what percentage of people were let off with a warning and know the numbers for people wearing ties versus people wearing (laughs) wrapper t-shirts and see what those numbers are. I guarantee you the people wearing ties are getting warnings way more often than the guys wearing wrapper t-shirts and Kurt Cobain t-shirts. I had a cousin that swore to God every time he wore a hat, he got pulled over. And I don't know how true that is, but that's what he used to say. say. I also, I, I get pulled over a lot because I drive dangerously or mm-hmm. at least i used to and um i never never once got a warning always got to take i lost my license a couple times one time ever in my life i got a warning i had my hot girlfriend with me at the time in mm-hmm. pittsburgh yeah and she just leaned over and smiled at the officer and gave me a warning see that's a different kind of respect it is and that's bullshit too yeah this big dick energy right there mm-hmm. um lebron has a show the shop it premiered on hbo uh, during the show, he says that black athletes are held to a different standard than whites. When you're going to sports or hip hop, whatever the case may be, all you hear is like, I want to be the best. Whoever the best, they do it their way, whatever the case may be. And then when you do it your way and you win, it still ain't enough. It still ain't enough. And, and, and that's for, for us as African-Americans, because I believe if the greatest quarterback in the world He's a white quarterback. If it's Brady, if it's Rodgers, if it's Manning, and we're doing the same shit, the same exact shit, I'm talking about the phone is on, we're like, yo, that fucking phone in my face, I'm with my family. If we out with our family and we say that shit and somebody posts it, and if Aaron Rodgers, one of those guys, say that shit and they post it, somebody's going to be like, hey, we guys should, res- we guys should respect Aaron Rodgers. Right. They're going to say, oh, you guys are fucking dickheads. People approach him for autographs. Sometimes he's not in the mood or not in a great opportunity to give him these autographs. And he may say, you know, stay away. He says that they are harder on him for that than they would be with somebody like Aaron Rodgers, who is white. Based on what? You know, it's one of those things that, as a black person, I could believe it, but there's not nothing substantial to back it. It's 
bullshit. Yeah. LeBron is the richest athlete in the world. He's the most beloved athlete in the world. If he, if he's treated unfairly for anything, it's the way he handled the um the decision. The decision. The decision. You know. Yeah. No. And in there, Odell Beckham, you know, sort of joins in and says, you know, I feel like I'm a zoo animal sometimes. Uh, people won't leave me alone. They, you know. Uh, sometimes I have places to go and I can't get away from people autographs. It's the life you've chosen for yourself. And, you know, everyone has feelings. There's no feelings that are wrong. But at the same time, you're you're an athlete that, and that comes with being an athlete. I'm not going to say get over it because you're rich, because just because you're rich doesn't mean you don't have problems, but you're an athlete. More money, more problems. Yeah. More money, more problems. That's as black as you're hearing me on this show. You need to work on it. <laughs> that needs to get a lot better if you're going to get blacker or gayer on this show. You got to pick one, Matt. Pick a Either lane. black or gay right. and go can't, with Can't it. be both, right? Can't be. Well, actually, you can't. How you doing? <laughs> but anyway, um, so that show got a lot of heat. Um, also, uh, what's the commentator's name on Fox? Uh, bu- Whitlock. Bu- bu- Whitlock. Whitlock came on and criticized LeBron for, because they used the word, the N-word a lot. I'm not going to say it. The N-word a lot. You'd say it if, if Dog was here. Well, I said it earlier. You missed it. I just, I, I have a ration. I can only do it a few more times. I'm, no, I'm, I think it's because of the, I'm a, the company you keep. I'm a two-creamer. So the, <laughs> so I only have like a certain number of times I could do it. No, but I when you hang with just your black folk, you use it more. Oh, yeah. When I got to. With the I, white folk, you it use makes it people less. uncomfortable. That's the thing. You got to sort of space it to out. your audience. That's true. And there's here's, here's what I want to know um, about about the N word. And I want to get back to this discussion again because we, sure. we had it a lot and it irritates your wife. Okay. Um, so you sent me the breakdown, what you wanted to talk about today, and I responded back mm-hmm. and I wrote the word out. Yeah. Is that allowed? Because I'm not allowed to say it. Am I allowed no, to you write can write it. it? I like, can write it. Yeah, because right. if you're a writer, so know the rules. You know, if you're writing Huckleberry Finn and the word appears, I yeah, think but they took it out. Well, that's bullshit. I mean, it's literature. Right. You could write the word. Right. Just want to. I want to be clear on the rules. You yeah, know? you you nailed it, and thank you for asking. But anyway, Whitlock came out uh, was hard on the show because the word uh, the N word is used a lot. Seventy five times someone cursed. Eleven times someone dropped the N word. Well, what barbershop is this? LeBron's shop was a collection of elite black millionaires who are so far removed from reality that they think the black barbershop is a menstrual show. Um, Snoop Dogg, during the interview, he had all these people, John Stewart, Snoop Dogg, Odell Beckham, a number of different uh, entertainers in there. Uh, Snoop Dogg said during the interview that black people essentially the word was here before us it'll be here after us what we need to do is make sure that it doesn't stop us from being successful that's sort of an excuse to use the word that's the same excuse a lot of people use and i still use the word on occasion so that's before you you play the clip on Mm -hmm. uh, on uh, odb's comment Mm -hmm. you know wow 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 you know what (laughs) i mean like man i wish my biggest problem was i was a athlete worth 80 million dollars and people wanted my autograph yeah but that you know, doesn't like, people yeah. this is, goes back to what i was saying last week like mm-hmm. it's up to you to be happy if you if you can't be happy as odell beckham that's on you well people people fans should treat celebrities with respect if you sure. see a celebrity out with their their kid or you see them having dinner you should be a classy person and not bug that person that said some people aren't classy and they're gonna bother athletes you're famous it's part of the job mm-hmm. Just don't whine about it. Deal but with it. The money Just thing isn't as important with that as as you make it seem. Because 
Just because you're rich doesn't mean everything's going well. Okay, but, and we talked about no, Kirk, Kirk. but when we, you when you get a job, you mm-hmm. know what that job involves. You know when sure. you're going to be an NFL football player, you're going to be famous. You yeah. know with fame, people are going to approach you. Mm-hmm. You know that going in. Yeah, but people with money are not always happy. Kirk Cobain, we talked about but him that's earlier. that's on you then. It, well, it's on him, but it's it. The money doesn't take everything away. Of course away. not. You know, it money, money does not. You know, there's a study. Um, up, I think it's like money makes you happier up to something like a salary of like eighty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Enough money so you can pay the bills, mm-hmm. and um, you know, not have to stress about where your next meal is coming from. Mm-hmm. After that, there's no correlation between money and happiness. However, it does present you a hell of a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. So. It should you should be happier with five million dollars than a salary of a hundred thousand dollars. You should be able to be happy. Should be happier in some respect, but it does. It's not a cure all, and that's no, that's the not. thing. Happiness uh, happiness comes from within. You got you you got to be happy with yourself. You got to be happy with the people you choose yourself to surround yourself with, and mm-hmm. you got to be a, a positive person. So sometimes unhappy people and unhappy rich people they have less um, stress and negatives in their life. And they're still not happy, so they look to put that blame somewhere else, mm-hmm. as in people bugging me, instead of looking within yourself, why am I not happy? That's what I'm trying to say. There's points to that, too. Okay, so Whitlock was heated during that little stanza he went through. And, you know, there's truth to that. I mean, I guess you could be upset that the N-word was used if you're in that camp. I am in the camp of, I see LeBron doing something that athletes tend not to do. They're trying to have a voice. And he's trying to do it on a number of different levels, whether that be entertainment, socially, what have you. Um, it's hard to discourage someone like that. The show, it's his first show, so it's not going to be an Oscar winner coming out of the gates, you know. So maybe Whitlock Kobe's was a little was. too. Well, Does that make Kobe greater? It makes Kobe, Kobe lived in he the city. He won an Oscar? He, won he did win an Oscar. Okay. That's the but shit. LeBron is on that track. So I would like to give the show... A couple more runs before Prediction. I can make it. Blake a Griffin wins an Oscar before LeBron. Blake, you you won't let go of Blake Griffin. That's my boy. Wait. Yeah, well, that's my dude. Go to Detroit, and and he and not only that, LeBron's going to have two more titles before Blake Griffin has a shot at one. That's and that's yeah, facts. Okay. <laughs> Probably. You wanted to explain some stuff to me, and or you wanted me to explain some stuff to you that only black guys could explain to a white guy. What what are they? What, I did. I'm, I'm dying. That you said something about um, conolingus. Oh, I thought we were talking about LeBron still. Oh well, does LeBron? We don't have to stick to the script. Oh, okay. We're, we're going. Okay, go ahead. We'll um, stick with LeBron. Go. Yeah. So on the on the the, the N word thing, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So they're making it a controversy again. This is amongst y'all to figure out because I agree. we have known for decades now <laughs> we're not allowed to say the word. We've succeeded. You guys can't seem to get on the same page about it. Yeah, and that and that's fine. As if we leave it to be a discussion between ourselves, I think that's a good place. I don't know. We'll figure it out because it's, it's getting annoying. <laughs> to who though? Is that annoys you? Yeah, it's annoying. But figure you're not involved. It... You're not involved in it. How are you annoyed by something? Another group of people is involved. I just in? want to know what the rules are. Want, you already know. You know that you can't say I it. know what the rules are for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they are for you. It doesn't matter. You don't need to know what the rules are for me. Well, why, uh, why do I have to have rules? And there's no, there's no, that's no rules what, for you? No. That's what... Well, it, we're talking about one word out of a mil- right. billion so again, different things. So you're again, you're telling me what to do, but you have carte blanche. <laughs> no. I just... I'm saying... If you're saying... 
black guys can say it yeah. in any context. Yeah. At least I know I know what the rules. I just want to know. So far, the that's, rule. that's the rule. I don't know why. But, that, it's the but, rule, you, but that's, that's what you're rule. saying. Yeah, that's the rule. That's not what Jason Whitlock's saying. That's not a lot of well, old timey black the, people do not agree with. That's that. what needs to be wrapped right. up between us. You know your rule. Yeah. Right. And roll with it. But you don't need to know yeah, why. Even, even that you don't agree on because Dog said I can say it. Well. So you know what I'm yeah. saying? He's also a so, Trump supporter, so we're we're working on him. Eh, but not really. but that, that that was a new revelation last week. I don't. He had a, he had a bottle of tequila before he said that. I'm, I'm not sure he wants no, to own that. He's opinion. been hinting for a long time. I think he's finally crossed over. All right. Yeah. No. But, okay. You wanted to know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the segment you want to do explaining uh, explaining black things to a cracker. Okay. Let's so, do it. I, I guess I got two now. Now that we're having this discussion, number one, I want to know why black people are so homophobic because that's another repressed minority historically. Mm -hmm. And when the vote came up in California, it didn't pass largely because of black people. Mm -hmm. Why is it? Well, I don't think you could paint everybody with a brush. I don't think, of course not. You never can, but But there are a segment. Yeah. There's a segment of the black population that has an issue with homophobia. And I will say a portion of that comes from the black church where there are very, you know, very hardcore Christian people that yeah, just but white people don't. go to church too. Yeah, but let me tell you something even more, more bizarre about that: the preachers in the church are dead set against homosexuality, but the preachers in the church are also a lot of times gay. <laughs> so yeah, that's not surprising at all. I I don't have an answer for I mean, you the, there. That's the same with the why do Republicans hate gay so much? Because and they're gay. Whenever too. Republican yeah. turns out, or whenever a senator turns out to be in the closet, mm-hmm. it's almost always Republican. Yeah. If you ever want to see, you know, you talk about you want to turn gay, go to a black church and just look at the choir, and you'll see. In the, the dead giveaway is on the snap and on the jiggle, well, like when yeah. they start, sing, you know. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's a bizarre thing. It, it has to do with the church. A lot of it. And that people for years and years have had it beaten to their head that this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Yeah, but again, and, you're going with the church, and white people go to the church almost in as high numbers yeah, as black people. but the thing is, look, look at it like this. You grew up Catholic. You sure. know, they do not like the They gays. don't. But it, it, the thing is, is you, you, you made a good point where you say, well, why would one minority go against another minority group? The first thing you do is what you learn. So if you were enslaved, oh, it's white people's fault again. No, no, it's it, it, it could be it's it, a white people's that's, fault. That's the easiest that black analogy. people are yeah. homophobic. No, but that's the thing. <laughs> the first thing you do is what you learn. So if the, the minute that you know white folks enslaved black people, mm-hmm. black people began to make differences in each other. Well, you're dark and I'm light, yeah. so I'm better. I'm closer to the the, the the master than you are, or whatever. And you're gay and I'm not. The master's not gay, so I must be better than you. So. That's what it is. Is that you're dealing? In my, in, I don't think you can blame that on the white man. Maybe I didn't say white man. I'm well, talking about I, I how think, things. I think break in out. general, racism, all that stuff. I think most people, not most people, a lot of people are just afraid of things that they're not. They're afraid of things that are different than them. That's a part of it too, right? But I think and I, I've never been racist, homophobic, any of that stuff. And it's because I, I don't, I like what's different. Like mm-hmm. I'm a very curious person. Mm-hmm. But there. And it goes with the conservatives, right? Yeah. Typically, if if you're racist, I'm not calling conservatives racist. Yeah. Let me make that perfectly clear. But mm-hmm. if you are a racist, chances are you're, you're conservative. conservative. Mm-hmm. And conservatives, think of the meaning of the word. It's to conserve, to not change. Sure. Conservatives resist change. Mm-hmm. 
No. And I think that goes along with, you know, being afraid of what's different than you and being yeah. racist. Well, no, you asked... But it doesn't explain the black yeah, people. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You asked black people, why do black people as sort of a semi-group, because I don't think it's all of them that are homophobic. Of but, course not. But the reason that's is, understood. is that I think a lot of it is, and this isn't just with black people, I think it's minorities, tend to do what they've seen. They say, okay, I was enslaved or I was discriminated against. Let me discriminate against, and I'm sure, like, the thing with Latin Americans. I went to school with a bunch of Latin Americans, and the Mexican folks and the El Salvadorians hated each other. And and that used to surprise me. I mean, again, they're two different countries. I get it. But it would seem that they would have more in common than than anyone else. They were speaking the same language. Yeah, you find that all the world. Sunnis and Shiites. And, and that's the, the thing. Indians, they all hate I mean, they all... Yeah. A lot of them have problems, yeah. But that's the thing. A lot of these minority groups come from these sort of, you know, slave history backgrounds, and that's what you're... You, I'm sure that's, you know, you, I'm sure that's part of it. That makes other. sense. I, yeah. I thought of something as you're talking. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. So black people, when they come into money, mm-hmm. tend to show it off more than than white people. And it's because yeah. I came from poverty, yeah. and now I made it. And sure. they show it off. And mm-hmm. that's natural Mm -hmm. right um i think there's more of a machismo culture with with in the black community Mm -hmm. and i think it comes from growing up more often without fathers black men don't learn how to they have to learn how to be a man on their own Mm -hmm. or from someone they see on tv so gay is not manly yeah, no. That I think that might be part of it. No, that's part of it too. There's there's a lot of different factors because you know not all black, black people are the same. But I think there's a lot of different. <laughs> they're not. But no, there are a lot of different factors in there, and the the uh, lack of a father is also one. The thing with you know showing out once you make money, my father still wears refuses to tear the tags out of his clothes because for years he grew up with I think seven kids, you know, cousins and sisters and brothers. And he was like the youngest. So he got the hand-me-downs. So he never had any new clothes. So he keeps the tag in his clothes. Pragmatic. And so Pragmatic. he's did, new. Did your dad grow up with it, with a dad? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. part of it too. Yeah. But it's, you know, you, you want to show that you've gotten past something. And they had it hard. There's seven kids in one house with. So what, how, did he, how did he do that? Did he do that? Did he get past it or did he? No, did he show that he got past it or well, he always Well, no, I chill. think that he, I don't think, I think he's understated. I don't think he goes out and, you know, goes crazy with it. But little things like that, like I said, the the price tag in his clothes, he will not, never throw away. Oh, he doesn't throw it away. He yeah, he keeps it because it's new. Okay. It yeah, shows okay. it's new. Okay. And I'm not even sure he knows why it, why he does it. But if you look at all his shirts, that's what, that's the keeps only it thing. on the shirt. Yeah, like inside, you can't see it, but it's inside what? the shirt. All of his stuff, had, I, I swear, all of his stuff has price tags on it because he never had new shit when he was a kid. It's true. Yeah, you might want to have him talk to somebody. Well, He'd be better off with a big fat gold chain than keeping the tag on. <laughs> like I shirt. said, he's understated. He's not going to buy fifty gold chains and a bunch of does rings. He, does he, does he say? Like I think it's just for him. I don't think he tells everybody, but I think he got so much bad shit in terms of clothes that were ripped. And then he jokes that people give him shit about it, that he's like, you know, this clothes, these clothes lasted 10 years and they got to you and they fell apart. And he's like, shit, four people wore them before it got to me. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I think he, why I think he does that. All right. Question, question two is one that I told you about ahead of time. You wanted, wanted me to ask. All right. 
So I don't know if it's true because I'm not a woman nor a black man, but I've heard the stereotype perpetuated that black men don't eat pussy. Pussy, puss, puss, pussy. Again, not all black people the same. I live for that shit. (laughs) Live for that shit. But is that stereotype true? I think when I was younger, you'd hear that more. I think as you got older, you got, I don't know, more sophisticated or pussy sophisticated, one of those words. And you dove in. Um, Of all my friends, I don't think there's a a non-carnivore in the group. I think everybody eats. So is that more of an old school black guy thing? I think that's that's a 90s black guy thing that eroded. Okay, so why was it there and why did it erode? Well, I think the thing was is that black men, there's, I mean, with every, you know, race, there's a machismo factor to whatever. And I think black men, black men saw that as being less than manly. Yeah, it goes with my homophobia theory. Well, less than, okay, yeah. And I said, I gave you points for that. I said that could be the case. But I think that's it. I think it, it was viewed, at least when I was, you know, in my 20s, it, you know, pre-20s. As something that was less than manly. And, you know, you got over that because... I can't think of anything more manly than making a yeah. woman come to I like the orgasm. smell of my mustache right after. Because it just sort of lays there until you wash your face. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm oh, sorry. I got I got carried away. Where are we? Are we still doing the show? No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That was a good moment. Um, but, yeah. That's the... that's the, it, it no longer exists. I think... There are right. people eating, and now the big thing is eating ass. That's the thing now. Everybody's eating ass, and yeah, that's the the new trend of the of the thing. It's hilarious that there's <laughs> trends in, in sex, but there is. There's trends in everything. People are so stupid. Yeah, people no, are it keeps, dumb. It keeps going. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, comedian uh, Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live. Big star, young guy, about 21 years old. He goes to Ariana Grande. He's on the Breakfast Club radio show and outs his girlfriend, Ariana Grande, as someone who swallows cum. As we're, uh, we just blended right into that from the conolingus to the swallowing of cum. That, right. That's a high mark for us on this show. But he outs her. Play, play the clip. This is the clip. You tell a good story about how uh, when a girl swallowed your for the first time. I mean, I thought oh, yes. that was interesting when I saw you stand up. Yeah, it never happened to me before until I met the love of my life. Uh, I don't know if she's going to want that out there, but this is good. Guys. It's too late. Yeah, I didn't know that girl did that because I'm a young guy. So, like, when that happened, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, I love you. Yeah. You don't watch porn? You never seen it? Yeah, but like I thought those, that just porn stars did that. I didn't know that human real girls do that. You thought that was a special effect? Yeah. No, I didn't know. I, they're just terrible people. So I just figured they just, oh. did, you know, that's their purpose. You never heard the game Spit or Swallow? No. Oh. I never knew what that really Goodness meant. gracious. So when she did it, she was like, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> 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 so weird. Does she know you tell people this? Yeah. She, t- I, she tells everybody... Like the third time we ever had sex, I have asthma and I had an asthma attack. You had an asthma attack. Yeah, could tell the story because she always right, tells. Yeah, so like your perspective. So how old is she? She's twenty five. Okay, uh, twenty. What's twenty four? Twenty four. You don't know how old. She, no, she's three years older than me. She's twenty four. Um, so I, I we were having. It was like one of the first times we were having sex. It was very exciting, uh, and I just got a little too excited and I started having like an asthma attack. 
Um, and she thought she was, but she thought she was like killing it. She was, yeah, because I was just like, <laughs> and she was, I was, she was like, yeah, you like that? And I was like, get me my inhaler. <laughs> okay, and he sounds like he's genuine with this. He's totally freaked out still by it and thinks it's the best thing in the world. He's totally goofy behind it, and it makes you like the guy a little bit because he's he's twenty one really. years old. Not really. I mean, he didn't know he didn't know women swallowed. I mean, he's twenty one years. Old. I thought all women swallowed until I got married. I mean, yeah, who doesn't, doesn't who happen doesn't, anymore. Who doesn't know that? Yeah, no. Well, no. He. I mean, he's twenty one, young kid, probably sheltered. I just saw him for the first time ever mm-hmm. on um, on uh, Comedy Central. He was on Roast Battle with Blake Griffin. Yeah, and uh, he uh, he looks like he has permanent pink eye. He's he's, he's, dude, he's, he's he's a strange looking he looks guy. Like he has, Permanent pink eye. Yeah. His eyes look like buttholes. They're just all red and puckered and little Asian-y. Yeah, yeah maybe that's part of Aunt Ariana Grande's doing. But what do we know? He's with Ariana Grande. Uh, I don't. Got, this is none of our it. business. I don't see why he threw it out there. Uh, if I was her, I'd be pissed. That's not. That's not his place to do that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, but we just talked about. <laughs> you just mentioned that you thought girls swallowed until you got married. You just outed your wife essentially, but it was a joke, right? Sure. There you go. <laughs> he's gonna stick with that but yeah no i i think it's it, i don't think it's embarrassing for her because she's tweeted that he has a 10 inch long that's what she well she's out of line then too i, yeah. I, you, I mean since social media has come around nothing's private anymore yeah. now for me that's fine because i've never had any boundaries mm-hmm. i've always been one to just you know i don't i don't give a fuck but yeah. some people give a fuck mm-hmm. you shouldn't you shouldn't be putting other people's business out there like that but would you be mad if someone tweeted that you had a 10 inch dick <laughs> Ever? No, 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 you would. No, so yeah, I guess you can't. You can't. I like that goes back to my racism thing. It's not mm-hmm. racist if it's a compliment. Yeah, yeah, you can't get mad about that. So that you can't, you can't equate that because mm-hmm. maybe a lot of guys would see what he said about her as a compliment too. Like I see that as being, oh, that's awesome. I most guys awesome. would, but some girls might judge that as, oh, what a what, what a, a dirty whore. whore. Yeah, right. So and, yeah, he, that's not his business to put that out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dad, uh, if you're listening, I'm sorry about this whole segment. <laughs> um. He also came out against porn stars in this. He said, you know, I thought that was only for porn stars and they're kind of dirty people or something to that effect. And uh, some of the porn stars tweeted back at him and sort of attacked him for, you know, coming at them for their profession. Coming at them. Whatever. We've already talked too much about this. I agree. Butthole eyes. Okay. So moving on to more sex with celebrities. Um, Offset. (laughs) Offset is with Migos. Okay. Yeah. Offset. Offset. This is a person's name. It is a person's name. Man, y'all pick some stupid names sometimes. What do you mean, y'all? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Is this guy a rapper? Yeah, he's with Migos. His name is Offset. And Offset. he's with Cardi B. That's his woman. They just had a baby. He's caught... I don't care about either of these people. This is all you. Well, no. Go on. She, <laughs> she videotapes him finger banging her. She videotapes uh, it? Yeah, she, okay. she videoed it. Or, or put... Sorry. Do people video anymore? No. no they don't. She... Captures it on her phone, is okay. what I'm saying, and then tweets it and says, you know... The, the act of it happening? Yes. Yes, she did. Oh, and he reaches for his phone right away. <laughs> Look at him, fucking perv. Look at him. <laughs> he couldn't reach for his phone fast enough. <laughs> He's like... Suddenly, it, it I, hap- Wait, I what do you mean? It ha- it's live? No, it's not live, but it, yeah, just take a look at it. But she says that, you know, she just had a kid uh, six weeks ago. And so she says, this is what it's like There's after like six weeks. 25 Cardi Bs. How am I supposed to well, know? Well, no, you got to just search Cardi B fingered. And you can All right, find. go on. Keep and telling your story. So, so, yeah. So six weeks after, you know, you drop, the, drop your baby, not you, not literally, but you have your baby, 
the doctor usually says, okay, it's fine to have sex. And so she tweets, you know, this is what happens after six weeks. And he's, you know, grabbed her crotch and going to work. Six weeks, that's it? I think that's My it. wife told me three months. She doesn't like you. Damn. The mailman got it in Well, four. she got the old snippy snip. Uh, oh, she got the, the, she got the cesarean. Hold a hole. Yeah. No, no, oh, no, no. no. Oh, she got the PZ. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's probably not good. <laughs> not right. Sorry to your wife's butthole. Now, that was inappropriate for, yeah, for me was. to put that out there. Y- yeah, you're probably getting it. But I, I put that in my book also. So, <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I don't have boundaries. Whatever works. And, and she's married to me, so she knows. Yeah, she blew that a long time ago. Probably from her dad eating Daddy versus the suck monster. Buy it on Amazon. There you go. Boom. No. You see, that's what happens when your dad eats your dog and you marry the wrong man. He's, he outs you on a podcast. All right, are we done with Cardi, Cardi yes, we B, are. that dirty, talentless, yeah, whatever? But getting, oh, I think she has talent. I don't know. I've I never like heard her. any of her songs. You're just hard against black people all the time. No, I... I we just I, have to try harder. I think I... This, I mean, we maybe I'm turning it into the old middle-aged guy, but I just think most of this new rap sucks. You got to listen to Cardi. She's, she's I'm, talented. I'm not going to. Okay, well, fine. Racist. Um... You, sticking with music, you had a dream about Madonna. No, I don't feel like talking about that. Okay, but um, <laughs> we uh, yeah, we you, you and your rundown so rigid. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling the Madonna story. Okay, go ahead. But um, you know, we do movie night. Me, me and the boys and the family, mm-hmm. and uh, we we watch a new movie every every Friday if we're home. Get some pizza. We have a chant. We do. We have a dance. Like it's a whole thing. It's a lot of fun. We watch Back to the Future. Okay. Now we've all seen this as kids. Yeah, this badass movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since that movie, I've been waiting for the anti-gravity gravity hoverboard, that skateboard, <laughs> right? Like, sure. I'm, everybody, I, every, everybody has. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the shit, right? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize it till now as an adult watching it, that it's never coming because the physics of it in that movie were all wrong. And it pissed me <laughs> off that I've, that I've been anticipating this. So if you know anything about physics, right? Yeah. If the board is hovering, it can only be hovering because it's got an anti-gravity device or a magnetic device or something like that, You've right? You've put a lot of thought into this. Okay. okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you get on the board and you push down and you're going to go forward. Mm-hmm. And you're going to keep going forward until something slows you down. That's inertia. Yeah. Right? The only thing that's going to slow you down if you're hovering is uh, wind force. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. You could get something to hover and you could push off the ground and go. What doesn't make sense is that he's... M- jiving and moving and chucking all over the place just by leaning one way or another well when you're on a skateboard you get a turn by leaning one way or another putting friction on the wheels and the friction of the wheels with the ground makes you turn Turn. you're hovering and you lean on the board that's not going to make you turn because you're hovering right yeah you're just going to keep going straight that's right so i just realized this as i was watching it it broke my heart a little bit because i realized i'm never going to get a hoverboard Unless they come up with some some kind of new technology, but based on what they showed you in that movie, no hoverboards. That's all. That's all I was thinking about. That. I mean, that, that's bro science one hundred and one for you. What will you do for Christmas? Well, I wasn't planning on getting a hoverboard for Christmas. <laughs> I was just hoping one day there would be a hoverboard that I could give to my children. Ah, I see. Uh, the problems of the white man. Another thing I thought about in Back to the Future, right? <laughs> yeah. So there, there is marijuana in, involved in this viewing. I, I, I'm starting to so, assume that right now. So um, in Back to the Future, right, he, he mm-hmm. goes frontwards, he goes back, he meets his mom, his mom was hot, all that stuff. And I'm thinking, you know, there's going to be a point in time where time travel is probably a possibility. And there's also going to be a point in time where humans have figured out how to not die, right? Because Maybe. we only die because our cells degrade, sure. right? 
Mm-hmm. So if that happens, can my great grandkids get in that time machine, come back to and now, save you. yeah, and give me the the key to life? Well, the thing, and is, I thought, yeah, hold on, go ahead. because I thought this, I thought yes, mm-hmm. I thought yes, mm-hmm. that could happen. Mm-hmm. But if that could happen, it would already be happening, right? Yeah, because they would have already come back. Yeah, and you know how I figured that out? How my son. He, I, I remember you tweet. Did you, did you tweet me tweet that or did you tell me that? I think I don't know. Yeah, don't know. no, he's right. It would have already happened. Yeah. So you're a goner. He might benefit. Yeah, but, but if he if he benefits, he's not coming back to show. Basically, it's not happening because mm-hmm. if it happens, unless there's some kind of law made with punishable by death, do mm-hmm. not go back before this year, mm-hmm. or maybe. Maybe it's impossible to go back before the year the technology is invented. I don't know, but it's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, so you're done. You know, yeah. a life dedicated to drugs ends so sadly. Again, Dad, sorry. <laughs> and that's not true. I did not dedicate my life to drugs. I'm a curious, curious man. I've experimented. A cosmopolitan man. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay, so back to the future's over. Uh, correct. Oh, the mountain lion incident. You wanted to correct something from early... Corrections retractions. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my brother uh, wanted me to bring this up. I think it was episode two or three. Um, he listened. He was upset because I misquoted him, uh, stating that uh, he could, you know, he claims he could beat up a mountain lion. Mm-hmm. And he, he said, I, I said, he said he could beat the mountain lion by choking it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, that's not what he said. He says, you protect your neck and you grab it by the tail and swing it around your head, and that will scare it off. <laughs> so he wanted me to, to, to correct that. So the other story was... Also, 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 I said he's 5'8". He is not 5'8". He's 5'9 and a half. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to think now which Nespoli I hate more, which one of you I hate more. Um, That's not cool, man. I'm trying to think. Why do you have to hate one more? Why can't, why can't you frame the question? I'm, I want to know which... Which one I love the most. It just feels right to hate one of you more than the other, but to hate you both at the same time. Okay. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. All right. But he's following me now. Mm-hmm. And wait, your brother's name? Let's not... Let's not oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. I, I'll edit all that out. Oh, I, I, got, I got one more story before we get off. I don't know sure. if you have more to talk about, but um, mm-hmm. last week I, I had a... You know the term manspreading? I was going to ask you about that. What is that? Okay. You don't know the term manspreading? No, I don't know what that is. Man, you're so Mansplaining, old. manspreading. Okay, manspreading okay. is what I'm doing right now. When you sit with your, your legs in a V, right? Mm-hmm. You, uh, people are apparently now are supposed to sit with our knees touching like ladies do. So if you sit like that in a public place where mm-hmm. other people are trying to, to sit, it's considered an aggressive act and it's called manspreading. Who came up with that? Feminists, you okay. know, who else? Mm-hmm. So. I've always thought this was stupid. It is stupid, right? Yeah, it's stupid. But I actually got accused of manspreading in this past week mm-hmm. for I, I did a shared Uber ride. Yeah. And a girl says next to me, can't, I was in the middle seat. So I was gentleman enough to get in the middle, mm-hmm. two people on either side of me. So yeah. already I'm, I'm being cool, taking mm-hmm. the middle. Sure. Right? She says to me, can you stop manspreading? <laughs> yeah. And I went off a tiny bit, not a lot. Mm-hmm. But I hope somehow she hears my big black fantasy podcast because I, I started burning up inside after I got out of there, mm-hmm. more so than, than what I said to her. And, and it, like this idea with feminism that men manspread because we're selfish egotists who hate women, you know, that's what gets perpetuated. No, we manspread because we have, at least me, giant dick and balls. That's me. Yes. I'm, giant I'm right dick and balls, you. right? Yeah. So if I sit with my knees touching, it hurts. Mm-hmm. 
it's going to kill my sperm. It is. Yes. My wife wants another baby. I don't know why she's crazy. She wants another baby. Mm-hmm. If I sit like that all day long, never going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to get another baby. My wife's going to get depressed. She's going to blame me. Probably going to get divorced. Uh, then my kids are going to grow up without a father. Yeah. Uh, they're going to start doing drugs. Then they're going to start <laughs> blowing old men behind the dumpster to get money to buy the drugs because my wife can't support them. And they'll say, hey, you know? dad, because you're gay now. Yeah. Now, <laughs> all of society, all of society is, is worse off. My kids are worse off. And it's, it's going to be the fault of these this feminists lady. who want me to sit with my knees touching. No, I open my legs. I sit with my legs open because as I've gotten older, I sit on my balls more. Have you sat on your balls? I've, I've heard about this phenomenon. It, it hurts. Yes, I've sat on my balls. Every man sat on his balls. Hurts like hell. Mm-hmm. So no, I, the lady in the uh, Uber, um, figure out something else to do you with your life. You know what's depressing life. about the, the, the balls? Mm-hmm. Back in the day, when I when I sit on the toilet and and the, and the the penis would touch the water, it's like a wind. Yeah, like, yeah. you're like yeah, yeah. It's like a good day, you're like right? a fisherman. It's gonna, it's gonna be a good one. Just reeling one in. Nowadays, sometimes I'll sit down, and the pee pee won't get there, but the balls will. Oh, that's depressing. and that's like this day's this day's garbage. That's depressing. Yeah, there's you no see, coming back from that. If you would have had my super black man power, you would have been able to basically tell that girl to fuck off. She I did. Have... I did. I mean, I didn't. I I said some version of what i said yeah. just now but less dramatic hmm. yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't just sit with it she deserved no. more whatever it's it is. the same as like the the expression uh mansplaining have you heard that one i've heard that one okay yeah man spreading all this stuff and I she just, actually said man spreading yes she said she deserves the term, to go to hell just for that yeah. i mean this is los angeles it was you know probably for i know she could be the one who came up with did you term. know what it was when she said it or did you yeah, have I've, I've been you know this wow. has been a if you're on Twitter, this is a term that's been out there for a couple of years. Man spreading. I've never heard anyone actually use it mm-hmm. except to make fun of it. Yeah. And, until yeah. So that's you learn something new every day. I will continue to manspread. I am a man spreader. Goddamn right. All day long. Um and switching it up a bit, while you're man spreading, lacy bras are supposedly now a thing that men are purchasing for themselves. Cool. Um, don't know why you would necessarily need something like that, but it's something that couples are into and lacy bras. Couples are into it? Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. there are people tweeting saying, my husband looks so good in this lovely, uh, lacy bra. Um, okay. hey, you know, you do you buddy, whatever. <laughs> if it gets your wife excited, go for it. <laughs> not my cup of tea. Not, yeah, I don't think I'd need anything lacy. Um, lastly. According to New York Post, Aretha Franklin had three wardrobe changes during her funeral. What? That's what <laughs> that's what the post said. I don't know how true it is, but that was the headline. Um, yeah, the, I mean, a diva to now, the very this end. Something she put in her will, or is this just well, what people just decided to to do this? I think you would have to. I think it's hard to change a corpse, isn't it? They're stiff. Right? Yeah, but I mean, Not to be disrespectful. But... She also sang like a seven-minute national anthem one time, like totally delayed the yeah. start of the Detroit Lions football game. And you people... think she put it in her will? You think I? It would if that's true. It would have to be. I mean, she'd have to consent to it. They wouldn't just do that automatically. She probably laid out her whole. So did they like take her backstage and and do it, or they just do it right out right there? You know, on the... let, I'm trying to find the story as we speak. I had it up okay. here right now. Hey, you know, whatever. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> you do you. But yeah, she and when she sang that seven minute national anthem, it it was one of those things where 
the people in Detroit really didn't care because they could either listen to her or watch the Lions play. <laughs> so I, I, I'll take Aretha seven minutes for so sure. So they were like, yeah. That's probably in the 90s too. No, no, no. It was like a couple years ago. She sang this I long the Lions, it doesn't really matter. They've never really been good. No, it, it buries, yeah, even so we, with Barry Sanders. Did you, did you see Madonna's tribute to her? Oh, yeah. Wait, no, no, no. Wait. Yeah, I did. When she came out. She and, just talked about herself for yeah, 10 minutes. Like, yeah, yeah. That was a really good tribute. Okay, so now would be a good time to tell you my, my Madonna dream. Go ahead. So I just go want ahead. to know what you make of this. Because do you, do you remember your dreams? Some, not all. Yeah, I almost never do. Mm-hmm. And I, I never, ever have sexual dreams. And if I have a sexual dream, it never goes to completion. Even as mm-hmm. a teenager, I've never had, I've never, <laughs> never had that busted. mystic uh, wet dream. Mm-hmm. Never had it. Never once in my life. And but, I've been masturbating since second grade. I got sent home from school in second grade for masturbating. That That's explains a lot. Never had a wet dream. Mm-hmm. So I had a dream and this was shortly after this Aretha Franklin thing. So maybe it was in my mind. Mm-hmm. I had a dream about Madonna. I was at a party. The party was very boring. Mm-hmm. And I went upstairs and uh, Madonna was there. And it wasn't like 1985 Madonna. It was 2018, 60-year-old Madonna. Oh. And for whatever reason, Madonna wanted to take a bath with me. So I did, because <laughs> it's Madonna. Like, you're not, if Madonna wants to take a bath with you, you're not going to, you, you, you're going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I took a bath with her. But it wasn't like, it wasn't a bath like the bathtub in my house. You remember like in the old Western movies, they have those big tubs that you got to fill up with hot water. Mm-hmm. It was one of those. So I had to fill up the tub with the buckets of hot water one after <laughs> this another. This is weird. Yeah. yeah. And then me and 60-year-old Madonna took a bath mm-hmm. and it started getting a little heated and then I woke up. And I'm just, and I remember this and I never remember dreams and I never have sex dreams. So I'm wondering why I had a weird sex-ish dream or about 60-year-old Madonna and remembered it. That would be the one I would forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's got to be significant. It's got, there's got to be something to that. There's something deep to it. Something very, very deep, unfortunately. I used to have a dream as a kid, my whole life, a recurring dream. Have you ever had one of those? Yeah, I've had a couple of those. Okay. Yeah. So I had one about my grandmother where I'd be up at my grandmother's house Mm -hmm. and Darth Vader would show up Mm -hmm. and I would fight Darth Vader to protect my grandmother. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had this dream as a kid all the way up until college, right? I don't know how often, but often. Uh And then one year I come home from college... And I just decided to go up and visit my grandmother, which I would never do. We would see her on Sundays mm-hmm. only. Go up to grandma's Sundays for, for dinner. But I just decided randomly, I'm going to go see grandma. Yeah. See what grandma's up to. I get up there. Grandma's having a massive heart attack. And she would have been dead within an hour is what the doctor said. No I way. found her there, laying, laying in the floor, having a massive heart attack, threw her in the car, rushed her to the hospital, saved her life. Like she was no going to die. Never had the dream again. That is... That's some freaky shit, right? That is wild. Yeah. That is <laughs> so. That's why I'm asking about this Madonna thing. I don't ever remember dreams. I'm remembering this dream. There's so got to be. You got to go. Maybe Madonna's at the bottom of her bathtub, and you need to go save her. I don't. I think Madonna's a symbol for something. Hmm. I don't think it's actually has to do with Madonna. Old overrated rock stars. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But if I have this dream again, I know. I know there's something to it. You're looking something yes. up. What are you looking up? I'm sorry, Aretha. Get back to her. Sorry. She did have another. She what she did is. On her second day, she they switched. She had basically a multiple day funeral, is what it looks like. So on the second day, they switched her outfit. Oh, okay. And so they gave her a fresh outfit on the second day of a public viewing. Uh, they opted for a pastel blue frock with matching blue stilettos. Okay. Maybe the first outfit was starting to get a little yeah, stinky, a little right. Maybe. And then 
Let's see here. Why the third one? I don't know. I think that maybe it was a three-day thing and a funeral each day, but that is something she would have had to have agreed to, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm not hating. No. Go ahead, Aretha. She's a godmother, goddaughter, godmother of soul, right? I don't know what you just said. <laughs> the godmother of soul. I think that's what they call it. Okay. So anyway... I think that we, we've wrapped, we've covered everything. Right and on. just like I said, we'd be at two hours all right. just about. That's all right. So what? Yeah, we'll figure hey, it out. Hey, we're interesting to listen to. We are very One interesting of us is. to listen to. Yeah, and sexy <laughs> when, when we're not trying to turn gay. But <laughs> when one of us is not trying to turn gay. Well, not trying. Trying. It's not an active endeavor. I'm just saying if you, it was an if option. If it was possible, you it would possible. do it. possible, yes. I, I get that, I guess. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening once again. Um, this is our first shot at mix nuts we hope you enjoy it we'll continue with it and dog will be here next time dog will be here next time we'll be in vegas for show number yeah. nine of my big black fantasy yeah. podcast um as always we give you our information on the show and i refuse to put it on a on the wall so our um let's see here our twitter handles we could be reached at i always have to say this twice at my big black fp and also at B underscore M-B-B-F-P, like My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Also, our email address. Email us at MyBigBlackFantasyPodcast.com. You my Facebook shit on that. Facebook.com. <laughs> the dad is super bad. There you go. We got it all together. At some point, I'm going to write it. Also, hey, I, I wanted to come up with a, with a, like a catchphrase send-off. So I've been thinking about this. You know, you know. This is, catchphrases. Yeah, so this is going like to end send horribly. off when I when I end, to end the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it kind of goes along with what I've been talking about about own responsibility for your own happiness and blah 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 blah. Okay, but also at the same time we got to be more kind to one another. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, are you ready for my catchphrase? This is going to catch wildfire. I can't wait. Love one another. Don't be pussies. Spoken like a true Out. pussy. <laughs> That's gonna catch, you see. I I can't I can already love hear one another. Don't be tweets. pussies, people. Yes, I dig it. You guys, thanks for listening. Tune in next time. We're going to Vegas. We'll be there next week for the Fantasy Football Players Championship. Win that bitch. The FFPC. Two hundred fifty. Maddie 000. and I Woo. are both entered. We're in the same league. Uh, again, number two. Fantasy football around the corner as well. We got two drafts in the next several days. Good luck on that. Good luck in life. Talk to you soon. Your catchphrase is was so much, so much better than yours. Get away, away, over the land.